Hey everybody, Ryan here. So you're just about to listen to episode 82, and you will notice that my and Natalie's audio sounds very, very, very bad. We had technical difficulties that we didn't realize until after the recording. So just a disclaimer that our audio sounds very bad, and it's not you or your playback or anything like that. It's a problem with us that we will fix on the next recording. Sorry about that. Hope you can still enjoy. Thanks. You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Welcome, welcome everyone to the episode of my birth. It was 39 years, four months, and two days ago that I was propelled forth from the amniotic sac and into your hearts in 1982. And my mom told me the first words the doctor said when I came out was, um, this one won't stop thrusting. And apparently I tried to breastfeed from every nurse in the room. My first word was, Aruga. <laughs> well, things haven't changed a ton almost 40 years later. I'm still trying to breastfeed from every nurse I see. And there aren't enough Tide pens in the world to cover up what comes out of my mouth on the daily. Oh, God. So... <laughs> So we're a bit nervous because we have seven people coming to stay with us for NerdFest, which is this weekend. Yay. This coming up weekend. Yes. If you're listening to this, it's happening now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, though maybe they should be nervous because they're going to be at my house, which if you shine a black light in any direction, you're bound to see some stuff. <laughs> oh, God, I hope it's urine. God, I hope it's urine. Is there blood, <laughs> semen, or urine? Oh, God, I hope it's urine. <laughs> I hope it's urine. No, seriously, though, we cannot be more excited for NerdFest this year. And we're starting to approach the levels where even Dave's basement is, is starting to not be able to contain the enormity of the fest, which has always been my dream. Well, it hasn't been my dream to grow out of Dave's basement, but it has always <laughs> been my dream for NerdFest to be like a legit kind of like small convention, you know, held like at a hall with vendors and stuff. Yeah. And can you imagine how that would be? Well, not vendors, that... but like... That would be awesome. You can't imagine. Hey, I Ryan, can imagine. I can, we can sell our collection. We'll, I'll just bring games yeah, I don't want. We'll the be vendors. the vendors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easy. We'll be, we'll be everything. We'll, we'll be just, the vendors. We'll be the people yeah. running the events. I'll yep. sell some muffins. <laughs> muffins. <laughs> Bake sale. <laughs> you guys want some muffins? Muffins. Muffins. <laughs> muffins. Muffins. A bag. Feed the bird. Okay. Anyway, uh, that is seriously my dream. I would be so freaking elated if that happened somehow. Um, well, uh, I feel like this is kind of step one. So we're gearing up for the Tumbling Dice Tournament, the Clask Tournament that will take place Saturday night. We got shirts made up, games to give away, and it's just going to be an awesome time as always. Um, Omicron, Percy I-8 notwithstanding. So what I want to know from the two of you is what games would you, are you looking forward to playing the most? Like, Whew. I might just have a table set up with Hadrian's Wall that I run like I'm working for Garfield like, Games Wall Convention. All fast. Yeah, just like, okay, now you play, now you play. I really, really want to play that. I also want to play, I also kind of want to play Chinatown again. Remember how fun Chinatown that was, was really that fun. one Nerdfest, yes. Jeff? Yes. I think people would really enjoy that game. Natalie loves it so much. Uh, right? That's your favorite I game? I think it's your favorite. <laughs> yeah, that with a bag of combos. Bag of combos. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a fun she night. Loves that. Yeah, that's actually, that's great. Um, so I think that would be a lot of fun with the piece. What are, what are you guys looking forward to playing? Jeff, what about you go first? So I want to play, so I've been talking to a few people who are, are, are newbies to Nerdfest. Newbie Nerdfest. And are a couple, like, they're a couple years in. They're, like, you know, they're, like, sophomores. Um, but Mr. <laughs> Measles, uh, he is a science teacher. Well, you know that, but 
Everybody oh, else yeah. might not. He For wants sure. to play Tris Magistus, so I'm really Very excited cool. to play that. Um, I'm actually really excited about playing some games maybe for a second or third time that I like love. Like Natalie's play again list. I would love to ha- like play my play again list. Like Trismegistus would be cool. Um, I would love to play Bitoku again. Um, yeah. Maybe a game of like Lost Ruins of Arnak. Um, I also am playing Underwater Cities for the Goldie Belt of Dan the Burrito Man. What is the Goldie Belt of Dan the Burrito Man? I don't know. I kind of kind of put a whole bunch of words together. So Dan, <laughs> Dan, because he is great at saving money, has bought this <laughs> championship belt. It looks like he's a WWF fighter. Yeah, or, he had it like custom made, didn't he? Yeah, it's like, so on the, I'm going to get this wrong, but on the front of the, you, buckle? Yeah, I'm a big buckle. <laughs> um, <laughs> there is there is a, a, this gigantic icon, and I, it's a magic something. It's some symbol in the magic world. Not like not like illusions, ta-da, but like, like magic, magic the, the gathering. gathering. Yeah, like okay, MTG okay. world. And he, since he's posted those videos a few times of him like taunting me with that belt, he's yeah. had a lot of like MTG people reach out and go like, oh my God, is oh that this? God. Where did you get this? So right. they're like pumped about it. But he made this belt as like, this is what he would pass around in like his game group. And when you win a game, you get to take the belt and all that kind of stuff. And he has it. And he has challenged me to underwater cities for the belt. For the belt. Ooh, I'd love to get in on that game. So, okay, Natalie, you, you can. can. You can get in on the game. But the only but Jeff is the only one the belt can be transferred to. Oh, True. No, I, don't, I, I don't care about the belt. That so, can be between you. Well, two. let me ask you this then. Say Natalie wins the game. So say you play a game with Natalie. Mm-hmm. And we'll say Chris Wilson gets in on that game. So there's four of you playing. Yep. And Natalie wins. Does the belt not transfer, or is it just? Do you have to beat him? I at think. The game? I think we talked about if if we don't win the game, we're playing neither of us, which probably will happen. Um, it's just whoever <laughs> was whoever had the higher score. So whoever okay. finished better. Okay. Yeah. It's so as long as you defeat two. him, he will pass Goldie. I the ownership so. of Goldie on to you. And if I don't win Underwater Cities, I'm just going to keep challenging him every single game until I win, and then I'm going home. I want him to, like, <laughs> if you win, I want him ever. to, like, put it on you like a sensei giving a black like, belt to his student. Uh, <laughs> like, I want him to, like, tie it. <laughs> like, put it on you and tie yeah. it. <laughs> you know, like, in just the put back. my arms up and have him tie, <laughs> yeah. tie this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then in case it's too big, we'll stuff a pillow behind you like we did for Calvin. Perfect. Man. Yeah, so that, I'm excited about playing those games. Um you know, I, I'm always down. We always have some of these. I, I call them like mini traditions of playing games at at Nerdfest. Um, one of them being Lords of Vegas. That's always a complete blast and awesome to play. So I will always play that. Um, I know Natalie might not, and Ryan is has removed himself from ever playing that game again because he has I've retired nine or <laughs> nine straight wins. I am a big fat wuss, and I am ter- <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I could lie. I could sit up here and be like. Well, you know, I just, I think I'm done with the game and I learned all there is to learn. But really, I'm just a gigantic. You still want to lose. Yeah. And I don't want to lose so badly that it's over. And I love that game so much. It's so fun. Just play it. You're going to play it again. But it's more important to me. It's more important (laughs) to never play one of your favorite games ever again. Yeah. Because you've won the last nine times. Um, (laughs) And Natalie, I know me and you for the last handful of years have played um, A Chronicles of Crime. So maybe we. yeah. Get that in that was something that's that's usually fun for the two of us. Yep. We always I always play homesteaders. Um I don't I don't oh, know. Oh, do if, you? Okay. Yeah, we've played homesteaders the last three or four years. Um, what are you gonna do now? So one of the mainstays of the convention we just found out right before the recording yeah. is not coming. I know, and he's because he's probably a, who you'd play a lot of these. Yeah, he's he's usually what we who we play Istanbul with, homesteaders and Lords of Vegas. So right. I gotta 
I gotta fill well, the. We got a bunch of. Yep, gotta fill the hole. Gotta fill that hole. Yeah, gotta fill the hole. If you want, like, yeah, like get get a troll toll. That's the goal of most of my days is just to fill the hole. Oh, to fill the hole. Yep. I totally agree. Now you don't. With you. Isn't that what you do? What are you saying? Filling yeah, the like, hole. Just fill the hole. What did you, you say about a troll? Fill the hole. Oh, if, well, if you, you want the baby the boy's troll soul toll to get the into the get boy's in. soul. Right. Got to pay the troll toll. What's that? To get in. Just pay the troll toll. If you want the baby boy's hole, out. Natalie, you got to pay the troll toll. <laughs> you got to pay the troll toll to get in. Natalie, you you're the, the funny troll. one, okay? We're just repeating lines from It's Always Sunny. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. okay. That's, yeah. Natalie, what are you looking forward to? Well, I'm looking forward to playing Underwater Cities with Dan and <laughs> Just to hear all the trash talk going yeah. back and forth. No, I just really like that game. It's kind of... Can you make a pack to help me, like, do the best thing for me so I can have that? King make. He wants you to king make. Yeah, king make <laughs> yeah. me. And Jeff, actually, so since Dan has challenged you, I kind of wish he wouldn't have challenged you. I, I kind of wish there would have been some sort of smacking one of the other in the face with a glove type Ooh, of challenge. Like on guard. I've always wanted to see someone challenge someone else that way or even have someone challenge me that way. But don't... Uh, people will actually do that to me if I say that. But that's definitely what I would love to see. <laughs> Maybe he could like smack you with the belt over the head. Oh, bam! Ugh, like, and you're like, oh! Get some breakaway chairs and tables. <laughs> challenge! And, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Underwater Cities, you say? Um, yeah, kind of same thing that Jeff said. That any game that I just have been dying to play again... Um, such as underwater cities. I totally play like terraforming Mars or like Whoa. Lost Rooms of Arnak or I mean Chinatown, Chinatown, Resistance, um, I'm, I'm pretty much Tuberin. a leaf in the wind, like Ryan said. Cathedral. It's <laughs> a game. Shut up. Okay. Cool. Um, cool. <laughs> I don't know. I usually go with the flow there because it's really hard to just plan anything. And the flow is going to be heavy, right? It's going to be heavy. You're yeah. going to go with this. You're going to so go with the heavy flow. Usually it's like, you know, whoever is available at the time, they're like, you want to play this? And if, if I'm interested, I play it. Um, there's, I've, I mean, there's definitely games where like, you know, I'm not interested. And so I'm like, nah, I'll wait till something good comes along. But. Oh, nah. <laughs> and it's always that really awkward, like someone's like, RJ, you want to play this game? And I'm like... Not really. Yeah. No. Sorry, I, I used sorry, to like I feel though. like I had to say yes, and then I'm like, yeah. You really actually wanna... life hack. You don't like, have to say yes. To. Every right. Day. I feel like last year I was like, no, I'm not really interested in playing that, and I like, I was like, this was You're awesome. Like, they don't hate me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. They still don't hate me. That is crazy. Yeah. The last... I, I think a lot of people feel that way. By the way, not to oh, interrupt yeah, you, yeah, yeah. but I think a lot of people feel that way where they're like, shit, they're asking me if I say no, we're not friends now. Yeah. They'll <laughs> right. never ask me for anything ever again. Yeah. If I turn down, if I turn them down, they're like, well, I'm not playing games with this dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> you looking at the at the at the list? Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool to play like Circadians. The last couple of years, we played Quacks, which is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, that's always I'd fun. Totally play that. I know last year we also played Istanbul with everything, and that was so fun. The game's great. That was cool. Um, I don't know. All I can think of, honestly, is games that I've already played. I don't even... I'm sure there'll be games that I've never played before that will play. Oh, I want to play Obsession 2, Amanda. Um, Obsession 2? I'm sure the... Yeah, the electric I've, boogaloo. I played the first one. <laughs> I'm sure there's games though that I've never played that I didn't know I wanted to play that'll just happen and I'll be like, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, it'd be really cool to play Euphoria again. We've only that. played that the once and it was a blast. Um, oh, Mind Management. That's another top one. I really want to get played. 
Yeah, and there's always, like you said, there's always that like surprise. We always we always leave Nerd Fest yeah. and we're like, all right, what was your your game of the fest? What was your surprise of the fest? You know, we played that game Long Shot a couple years ago, and that was like just insanity fun. I was, yeah. I, I'm telling. Before we played that game, I yeah, was. You were such not a having it. Fucking, I was like, no, this is ruining <laughs> Nerd Fest. We're all, we all have to go play this fucking piece. Of, I was like mad in my head. Outwardly, I was probably like, yeah, okay, sure. In my head, though, I was like, son of a. Fucking <laughs> bitch, fucking nerd fest piece of shit. I don't want to play that. And we start playing, and I'm like, well, okay, so I play, oh, I play a card. Oh, and then my, 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 oh, so I go up a little bit. So when I'm the first, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I put it all up. Yelling. Yeah, I want, you know, it was like, reroll, yeah, reroll, like, do was, that. Yeah. Oh my God. It was, I was like, I think I lost 180. all, my vocal cords came out of my mouth. <laughs> they were like so loud. Like yeah. it was like, I was yelling louder than I've ever yelled before. <laughs> and when it was over, I, I swear I had a cigarette. I think <laughs> <laughs> it was so, uh, that game was, the, that was so fun. I don't even know if the game is that good, but that group, yeah. that electrifying yeah. moment where, played a lot and that's us. what I think you're talking about, Jeff, right? Is that you want those moments that you didn't see coming gross and it's like electrifying and you didn't expect it you know yeah. you weren't like okay i'm gonna play this game it was just like you get swept up into something that you're not thinking is gonna be cool can i have some water please and then it's really <laughs> really really, really yeah awesome. and it's just Thank so you. fun it was like th that game again if you were, if if you care about it, it was called long shot it's like a horse racing game and seems goofy and silly but when you just like act goofy and silly like the game yeah. man it was that was a blast well, and it felt like there was 32 people playing. Yeah. There wasn't, but I feel like it felt like we were like at a trading window in, yeah. um, like in, in the, like the New York Stock Exchange. Like oh, everyone, yeah. there was like well, a thousand people there. Everyone's like, even people not playing and... were all standing around yelling about the game too. Right. Fuck this game. This game sucks. <laughs> no. Oh, <Ryan>. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> Let's play Rhino Hero. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. No, <laughs> I am so excited. Not necessarily for Longshot. Hold on. But to find a game experience yeah. like that. Agreed. That's what I'm I'm really hoping for that. And I have a lot more to say, but Natalie, go ahead. She wants to. She raised her hand. So. Oh, I was just going to say that there's other games that I would be happy to play are things like an exit because Ryan isn't so into those anymore. We played those at a few nerd fest yep. and it's fun to like do that with a group. Um, and then there was one more that I thought of, but I forgot, so it's okay. We'll Sweet. That's awesome. That was worthy of a hand raise. So <laughs> no, what I... another one. Um, so, I've, well, you, I've had that with students. Oh, 10. Uh, yeah, what do you ten. need? I want to play 10 I again. don't... Uh, well, I, my hand wasn't up. Yeah, it was. My kids oh, do it all the time. They'll come downstairs and be like, hey, Dada, Dada, while I'm in the middle of streaming or something, Dada. And I'm like, what? And they're like, I have something to tell you. And I'm like, what is it? And they're like, they look around the basement like, um, that, that light is on. <laughs> You know, I'm like, like thank wow, you. thanks for that. Thank That's you. awesome. <laughs> but Natalie, right, so 10, I'm I would be in for that. So, so I yeah. was excited. I said I was excited for Hadrian's Wall. I yeah. am. I oh, really yeah. want to play. play that I am especially excited to play it with Jeff. I'm in. Because he hasn't play played it yet. I really need you to play that game. How many? Oh, that can play kind of a that lot. That can play six. It? Well, plus also, six. also in addition as well. Also in addition. Yeah. As oh, well. As well. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> <laughs> Dave McGowan is bringing his copy. Just in case 
We can have a giant play. Well, either that or like if if two we're in groups. the middle of one and some other yeah another yeah. group wants to play, oh, cool, cool. you know that we can we can have two set up, and so we both know how to play, so we can both teach it. Totally. Um, but Chris Wilson wants to play that a lot too. He said that's the one game he wants me to teach him, okay. and it'll be the one game I play with him. Uh, it'll yeah. be that because <laughs> <laughs> I plan on playing that over and over again. But I what I am excited about, and I said this I think on stream when me and Jeff were streaming because we talked about this a little bit on that stream if you remember Jeff. Um, I am really excited to hear Jeff's thoughts and Jeff's like feelings on a game like Bitoku that after his first play, he said has potential to be one of his favorite games of, of all time. Ooh, yeah. If you remember, he gave it his game of the year. It, it was his nominee for game of the year 2021. It was. After one amazing play, which blew my mind. And I am so, I'm really excited. I'm not like, I'm not like one of those dickheads who's like, I'll bet you played again and you don't like it. Yeah. I am seriously <laughs> like excited to hear if you still like it the same amount or maybe even more than your first play. Like, I'm really pumped about that. And there was another game that you talked about that I was looking forward to you playing. Maybe it was Hadrian's Wall that I was looking forward to you playing. And so it's weird that I'm not looking forward to myself. <laughs> maybe it's because I'm not. I, my hose is kinked so badly. Yeah. But my 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 um my hose is unkinked for other people. I'm a voyeur now. I like to okay. watch people. Yeah. I like to watch people. I just like yeah. to watch them. There's sites. <laughs> there's websites for that and pills. Yeah. And right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a I'm just a board game voyeur now. I want I really want to. I'm interested in that. I'm also really interested. I'm also excited for the pageantry of the fest. So like, the everyone wearing the t-shirts. Right, yep. the that's always oh, really man. Fun. Bill's not going to be here for the tumbling dice tournament. That's such. No, he's the reigning champ. Is he really? Yeah, he's got. Remember, he broke that. That's why he didn't. That's why he didn't go. Oh, yeah. yeah, remember he broke the. He broke. The oh trophy. yeah, the tro <laughs> <laughs> right the trophy. Yeah, so that was. A, it turns out that was an omen. I guess. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, anyway, I'm excited for the tumbling dice tournament. I'm really excited for the class tournament. I'm excited for you know uh, game giveaways that I'm going to bring a bunch of games to you know give away and stuff like that. I'm excited for. Um, all of the pageantry around Nerdfest. You know, like planning dinners. Like, what do you want? What do you want? I don't know. Maybe I'll have Chinese. I'll have Chinese with you. We're getting pizza like that. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part of Nerdfest. <laughs> no, really, all it is is like, hey, do you want Jersey Mike's for the eighth time in a row? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I, I kind of do. Do you want to order it on my Jersey app Mike's, or your app? Okay, good. Yeah. Jersey Mike's is like I'll island noodles you. for Nerdfest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey guys, I got like. $177 sitting in my Venmo right now. So free money. I've been saving that free money to like pay for my food all week. You have $177 <laughs> and it doesn't come out of our, in your Venmo account? Yeah, he, he paid you that much? What? <laughs> well, no, they each paid a dollar. That's a prostitution. I've just been like collecting it over yeah. months and not putting it in our bank account just to like keep it for like stuff like this. And then, That's like, a great <laughs> idea. That's like what Jeff does because Jeff just, like, gets our house for Gen Con and he's always like, you don't have to pay me yet. And so we pay him like when it gets closer to Gen Con, he's like, there's my Gen Con money. Yeah, it's Boom. funny. A big, yeah. a big chunk of it my was when Jeff had um, <laughs> the game weekend at his house in the summer. And like we just happened to be the ones like getting and paying for the food, and so we we're just getting tons of money through Venmo. Yeah, it's all cyclical. Just Venmo. keeps going around and around. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It sure does. Um, okay, so for real though, I'm really excited to play Hadrian's Wall. I'm really excited to play. Um, I really, I really want to get a play of Chinatownian. I don't know why that's for some reason that's yeah, like kind of like, like at the top of random. my life. Cool. I'm into I, well, that. It's got, it's, it's got fun. that social interaction that I, I think is has the potentiality is that a word to be like really really 
<laughs> raucous, which again is something that I love about Nerdfest when when it gets like hustly and bustly in there and everybody's like just like there's like just so much noise. Yeah. I know that sounds annoying, but it's really not for me anyway. Because to me, it almost feels like oh, everyone's having people fun. are having fun. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, it's like such a, a real, it's a really cool feeling. So yeah. I'm very very excited about that. Um, I'm uh, nervous. I'm cautiously optimistic for other people coming here. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, we have a lot of we have a lack of space, but I think it's going to be perfectly fine. Only because, I mean. We're really just going to be sleeping here, fucking here, yeah, and eat and, yeah, they, and wait. You know, like all you do is find a bowl, showering like a, just here, put the bowl of keys somewhere, and then yeah. Well, be fine. luckily nobody <laughs> will have the keys to my actual house. So once they get in here, I'm just going to lock yeah, you them just, in my. It's bedroom. your rules. So. <laughs> yeah, here's your room. And click, yeah, yeah click. exactly. <laughs> um, have you guys been watching anything? Late? Anything new? We've been watching Dexter. Okay. Yeah, we. I finished Dexter too. Yeah, we finished. And holy it. hand grenade! It's really good. If you yeah. if you don't, we tell, we say this a lot. If you're not watching Dexter, you should watch Dexter. Yeah, because the show is fantastic. If you haven't watched Dexter, just like at all, just watch yeah, the go beginning. Back. Go back. Start at episode yeah. one, season one. Right. If you need a Showtime password, just let me know. I'll give you my Showtime <laughs> password. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can have like forty five people from different states. Why not? They don't know your Showtime password. <laughs> What are they detectives? How do they, how do they know? <laughs> so yeah, we we watched Dexter. We watched. Um, we're we're still like kind of working through Billions slowly, but we did start a new show, um, on Hulu, called Abbott Elementary. Hey Abbott. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like that. that's your favorite guy, okay. right? Um, yeah. <laughs> and so it's on Hulu, Abbott Elementary. It's a it's a it's an office Parks and Rec type show, right? Where they're breaking oh. that fourth wall. They're talking. Um, takes place. They're like talking to a camera. Yes. Yeah. So it's, okay. uh, the main characters are like two brand new teachers that's in their first year teaching. There's a couple veteran teachers. Um, and they're the ones kind of interacting with the audience and, um, which is us watching it. And it takes place <laughs> in a like underfunded public school in Philadelphia. So it's like, like inner city public school. Right. Yeah. And, okay. Okay, so I think it's really funny. Devin thinks it's really funny, but we're both teachers, and I have no idea if other oh, people I think see. it's funny. Oh yeah, right. Um, Could because be that. I was say it sounds like right up your Esoteric alley. Esoteric kind of thing. Yeah, it's like people like I'm I'll watching it, and I'm like, that's exactly something a kid would say, and that like the teachers are are not good because it's their first year and just thinking. But about But that seems me. inherently funny. It's not I like you're so. laughing at like you know like oh the beaker filled up with Bunsen oil. I, I, yeah, and, you know what I mean. It's not like Bunsen a, burner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't have Bunsen oil. The Bunsen. Well, you got <laughs> how, how you should get the burner to go. You got to put yeah, the oil. You, in. Gotta, you can't light the thing without the oil. <laughs> the Bunsen gasoline and the Bunsen oil. <laughs> um, but it also the first there's only two episodes out it's coming out weekly like hulu does um <laughs> but the first two episodes were to me both really funny but also had those like kind of heartwarming moments of like being a teacher and what you should you know that kind of stuff so i'm right. gonna keep watching it for sure i have no idea the lifespan of the show um i think teacher shows kind of start and then fizzle out and go away um because i don't know if other people hmm. find it funny Versus like crime shows are popular because it's not anyone's <laughs> life and you just watch them, right? And it's like, wow, serial killers, that's interesting. And then sometimes yeah. it's like teachers, it's like, like what other show, seemed, what's a successful show? Comedy. What's a successful uh, show with teachers? 
Not many. I guess sort of Friday Night Lights, but you're right. It's not. There's it's not, not the really answers. about the. That's not, not about, about the school. It's about the kids. Right? It's not about the teachers. It's just about the kids. Film. There was this show a while ago. Ripe for comedy to me. That yeah. Seems like, or is it rife? It seems ripe or rife mm. for ex- comedy exploration. Yeah. What is it? So, there was this show a while ago called Boston Public. That was like a. Yeah, I remember that show. That was like the law and order of schools. That wasn't like funny. There's been this show called AP Bio that had um, the guy from oh, It's Always yeah. Sunny in it. I've heard and, about Oh, Charlie uh, Day? No, no. the um, Rob McElhenney? The older, the the brother. The older brother. Uh, not, de- the, Dennis, not, the Dennis Yeah, character. Dennis. So that Dennis, there was some other one. So I feel like Glenn they, just, they just kind of go and fizzle out. So maybe this one has some staying power. Um what about Eastbound and Down? Was that a teacher? Was that about a teacher? That was nah, not really. <laughs> Wasn't there one it with was, that guy though was. as a okay. teacher? Eastbound and Down, yes, was a show about school. Yeah, um, it was in the realm Kenny of Kenny Powers. This whole Kenny Powers, yes, it was. It was yeah. that was in the realm of like almost unbelievable because like okay. there was no way he would be a you know it's like that, that's <laughs> yeah. like over the top crazy. But yeah, I guess you're yeah. right. That that was one that was no. Successful. But I see what you're saying though. You're you're not talking about like if that's a video game, that's Mario Kart. You're looking for like a. Like a Forza. Yeah. Like yeah. a real, real style racing. Is Forza so that, a real racing? Have lost it's good. I think, I, think I, I, I think Sam told me, Miss French Toe. So I have to, I think I'm pretty sure I have to give a shout out to her because she, she told me about it to watch okay. it. So that's um, awesome. That's like our Thank new you, show Sam. that we're watching. Very cool. We watched Dexter. We're actually watching The Voice right now. I don't know why. Ariana Grande is really hot. So that's, that's oh, she's the main reason like that Natalie wants to watch it. Like, we don't and, have anything to watch. Let's turn this on, I guess. <laughs> right. It was funny. Natalie's like, I didn't like what she said. And I'm like, hey, we don't talk bad about Ariana Grande in this family. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, you know, I don't judge anybody for watching reality shows because the Amazing Race yeah, you watch started. Yeah, so that's Amazing sure. Race, Big Brother starts soon yeah. again. It's just weird that um, we're, we're just like, she's like, we'll watch The Voice. It's like, okay. I haven't watched so The Voice in so like this is the most <laughs> random thing and not what people are tuning into our podcast about. But The Voice, for, for how entertaining, I think, and that's been on for what, like a decade? I know what already? you're going to say. Are you going to say there's no literally one nobody has famous? No out of that thing. Yeah. Here's the weird thing. Well, not weird. This might not be weird. But here's well, the we thing. Just here's a thing. This isn't the thing. It's a thing. They, uh, one of the guys, Blake Shelton. He's a country douchebag. He's the country one. He was talking to one of the people that he was like coaching, quote unquote. And he was like, he was like, you're so good. I think you could win the show. And he was like, and even after you win the show, you might even be able to have like a career in music. And so when he said that, I was like, is that not the goal yeah, for these people? I, is the goal think... literally just for the judge to win? Because that's all they ever talk about is I've won the show eight times. So it's like, yeah, but your people don't is make that any your music. whole goal. Yeah. So it's like, is your goal to because like American Idol's goal was always the winner of the show is supposed to get a recording contract and be a musician in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Is that not the goal of the voice? Kind of sounds like it. It almost sounds like the voice is just a competition, win it, and then it's it's over. Right. And hopefully you get exposed. And maybe you can get exposed. Right. Maybe you get enough exposure to then get a record contract. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not what they're giving people like American Idol did. Right. Because I think American Idol, you would get a contract for a year. Yeah, you do. Yeah. 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 A lot of times it was longer than that. I think Kelly Clarkson literally just like ended that like three years ago. She was on like an eight-year, ten-year crazy contract. Wow. She was under. She was like wow. paying a certain amount of money to to Fox or ABC or you know something. That girl can sing, man. Yeah, she's, she's one got, of the judges. She's got on a voice too, on her. Right now. That's yeah, they just keep taking judges from American Idol and putting them on that. Yep, and putting them in other yeah. shows. Right. Yeah, the successful ones <laughs> um, exactly. Um, okay, so have we been playing some games? Not really, but there have been a couple. Yeah, yeah. not me. 
Oh, except for Natalie. <laughs> Natalie hasn't really played. Uh-huh. All right. So, talking with Sam and Michaela McMeeple a while back, um, Sam let me know that he was playing this game called Role Player Adventures, which is a new cooperative campaign style game set in the role player universe. Um, and if you guys don't know role player, it's kind of think of it as like thematic Sagrada. Yeah, it's a good way. Now, it's, the rule set is not exactly that, but it's 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 got a similar dice placement me- mechanism where you're taking dice and you're placing them in these like rows and columns, you know, according to certain rules. Okay, and it's got a, there's a lot of theme involved in this one. I think the theme is like you're building your character's stats to then take them out and fight. But you don't actually take them out and fight. I think the game is like you're just building your character stats. That's the game, which is cool. So like a role player, right? Um, so in this role player adventures, you play with either a character from the original role player game. You can import your character in there or one of the pre-constructed characters that comes with the game. And you're going on a map to like fight monsters, test skills, and learn all about each chapter of this story via, it's, it's like a storybook format, okay? The game is heavy on the narrative, like, like a Forgotten Waters or Clank Legacy or Mice and Mystics or Stuff Fables or Comanauts or Gloomhaven or Tainted Grail <laughs> or Seventh Continent or Sherlock Holmes or Legacy of Dragonhold or Sleeping Gods or Above and Below or Tales of the Arabian Nights or Near and Far or Mansions of Madness. Or is starting not even sound like a word. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying it like I was like definitely extending or, it out. Or, or, yeah. or and it has it has choose your own adventure elements in it, which is really cool. Like Legacy of Dragonhold. Or I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> basically, the storybook drives everything. Okay, and I, is this how Tales of the Arabian Nights is, Jeff? The, the storybook thing drives all of it. Okay, yeah. you start the adventure with some sort of narrative. Okay, and then you're presented with a choice. And then depending on what choice you make, you will get more narrative and then sometimes test a skill, which is where you use the dice, like in base role player, okay? To pass a skill test, you'll have to roll a certain number of dice and you can only place dice of a certain color and pip value depending on what the skill you're testing asks for. So for instance, let's say I'm testing stealth, okay? And it's a level one stealth check. That skill might require three dice, a white two, a black five, and either a green or a red three, we'll say, okay? So I have to place those exact dice on those spots in order to pass the skill test. And the way it works is you have certain attributes on your personal um, player board. And these attributes are basically the different colors of dice, okay? So strength, which is your strength attribute, is red. And so that's equivalent to the red dice, okay? And your stat value in each of these attributes equates to the number of cubes that you can spend to pull that colored dice out of the bag. So let's back up and say I'm testing stealth level one, okay? It says I have to use, I get to use four dice. If I do nothing, I'll simply draw four dice out of the bag and then roll them, hopefully getting the colors and numbers I need, which is impossible, okay? Uh, um, So to make things simpler, I can spend cubes in the color I need to pull that colored dice out of the bag. So in my example, I needed a dice that's red or green with a value of three. I could spend one of my red strength cubes to pull a red dice from the bag. Does that make sense? So I don't have to just randomly. Sure. Okay. But okay. you're spending something because then yes, you get but to you're actually. you're spending a cube. Yeah. Exactly. So, and the thing about those cubes you're spending is, though, that whenever you spend one, it goes into this fatigue box, which is essentially your health. If you ever have fatigue cubes in that box that match or exceed your health stat, you're exhausted. And if your entire party is exhausted at the same time, you're dead, boy. So you pull those colored dice. You're dead. D-E-D. So you pull those colored dice from the bag, and then you roll them. If you don't get the numbers you need, which you likely won't, you can use cards you have in your hand 
to manipulate the dice even further. There's a limit to the number of cards you're allowed to play, but it becomes a puzzle then to figure out which cards you can use to get the dice to be the exact color and number combination you need to pass the test. If you pass, you get to read the pass text, and if you fail, you the fail text, okay? Then you go on and read more narrative and keep going. Fighting monsters, which works ex almost exactly the same as skill tests. Exploring the map, making decisions that will have a real impact on the story. For instance, if you decide to kill a monster versus take the peaceful route and let him live, different things will happen, right? You'll have to write a different keyword on your sheet, maybe. And then later in the story, uh, you'll have to call to those keywords. So let's say if you have the keyword sly banana, it might say, if you have keywords, Sly Banana, read C1. And so if you have the Sly Banana keyword, you read it. But if you didn't go on the mission earlier to get the Sly Banana, then you don't get to follow that thread any longer. Oh, that's <laughs> like, that would make me just want to be like, I just want to see what it I know, I want to go back. Well, happen? so that's a little bit of replayability there. Okay, that. yeah. Um, but so you keep playing until you get to the, to the text that says game end. At which point you can, you don't have to, but at which point you can go to the end of that chapter. Uh, once you decide to uh, go to the game end, you basically get to spend all the experience that you gained throughout the play on things like upgrading and getting more attributes or gaining more health or increasing your card play limit, things like that. Uh, then you can buy additional cards from the market with any gold you acquired. And then you basically continue the story into the next chapter. Rinse and repeat until you've played all of them. I think there's around 10 chapters, okay? So things I liked. There is a lot to like about this game. First of all, the narrative so far is actually pretty compelling, which is very surprising to me. What I really like about it is it's the perfect length, just like me, okay? That's what Natalie says anyway. You're not She's reading nodding. pages and pages of text and story before you get to the action. It's always at most only like a couple paragraphs. And the writing is good enough that you actually get a feel for the setting. So normally when I play games uh, like this, I'm the person that reads them because I enjoy reading it. But usually I'm like acting out, you know, the reading to make it fun for the people listening. Right. And I feel like I don't listen or pay attention because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I miss a lot of stuff as a result. But for some reason in this game, that didn't happen. I was genuinely interested in what was going to happen next. The key for me is that length of text coupled with the quality of the writing. Typically board games, I don't think, have great writing. But again, so far, I'm really interested in this one. Playing the cards for the skill checks and monsters was awesome. Determining which cubes to place in the fatigue box was also awesome. And that's the fun of the gameplay right there is that decision point where you're like, okay, I need two black dice and a blue dice for this skill check. I have a black cube and a blue cube. Do I spend them both to pull a black cube and a blue cube, a blue cube out of the bag? So then I don't really have to worry about those colors anymore because your cards can still help you. But maybe you don't have to worry about those. You just pull those cubes. But then you're spending that fatigue. You know, those cubes are then right. going into the fatigue box and they count as you've been hit twice, essentially. And that decision point is really good. How can I figure this out to get me to pass the test and make the dice the way they need to be? Um, things I didn't like. Okay, the luck. This game has so much luck, which you might assume. That was going to be that happen, was one of my question. I wrote it down like two seconds ago. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yes. If you happen that. to fight a monster who doesn't align with your attributes or you don't have the right cubes to pull, it can be absolutely devastating. I fought, for instance, this ogre who happened to have colors that I just don't have. Right. And I had done a skill test right beforehand, so my cube situation was pretty low. 
So I relied on pulling random dice from the bag, which are never the colors you fucking need them to be. And then the cards I had just didn't work at all for the dice I pulled and rolled. So it very anticlimactically, I just died. So let me ask you a question then. With with the writing of the story, did... Was there any sense that the writing could have given you, like, hints of, like, what you might encounter if you go somewhere? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So that does happen. And and when you – um, so let me just – I won't spoil a ton. Usually you can decide, like, okay, if I decide to fight this thing, the book will tell you, like, okay, you're going to have to test these skills. And then you can look on your sheet and go, well, I'm not good in those skills, so I might not pick that choice. However, there are situations that happen often, which happen with me. So with me, I picked uh, this decision to do this thing, okay? And I failed. And because I failed, I had to then fight this ogre. Okay, it was a slippery slope. You like? Yeah, yeah. and so then, right. So then it was like, at that point, it's like, okay, now you just have to take what happens, right? So I, I think this problem is probably exacerbated in a solo game, which is how I played. Because you only have one hand of cards. Now, the game is cooperative, okay? When you're playing multiplayer, you have access to everyone's cards, right? There's no turns. It's not like, okay, it's Jeff's turn. It's right. We're all working. We all move. Our turn is one turn together. And then to fight a monster, you and me are both spending our cubes together to play cards. So you might be like, I have a card that turns a yellow die into a blue die. And I'm like, ooh, well, I have a card that makes a blue die a two. Okay, we'll both play those two cards and we'll get the blue two that we need. Okay. Right. So that's how that works. So you can see in that instance, there's double the hand. There's double the card combinations. When you're playing solo, you just have one hand of cards. So my pool of manipulation was much less than if there were two hands of cards or three or four even. And so there was really nothing I could do. And I wish that was different. I wish there was always something you could do, like even if it was possibly um, like if it would kill you. Like I wish you could just spend those fatigue cubes to uptick or downtick a die by one. Like anytime you wanted to. Sure. The trade-off being you're spending those cubes and killing yourself and it's very, you know, bad. But at least you might be able to situationally use that to win a fight that was otherwise impossible. Because when it's fe- when it's impossible, it's not fun. Yeah, doesn't it seem inherently better to have four people to be able to choose from four different sets of things? So here's the difference between that. Or does yeah, that it does, scale, it does seem right? that way. It scales because when you're playing with one player, you know how I said you spend a cube and you get that color die? Yeah. You have to spend cubes equal to the number of players to get that one okay, so die. There's a, there is some sort of scale. Right. So if there's four of us right. playing and we all want a red die, we, we have to spend together four cubes to get one dice. Okay. So that hurts. Yeah. Um, but yes, you're right. It does seem like that might be a, a better kind of a thing. You know. Also, the price tag, this game retails for $150. Whoa. And even on like miniature market, cool stuff on Amazon, That's, it's still over a hundred. I'm looking at it right now. You can buy like a very good used copy for 130. Right. If you go on and I, I think miniature market has it for like 107. Okay. Is, which is, is this the a, cheapest I saw? Is this a like if you when you play it once, are you kind of done? Or can you? Well, so, you okay, can that's, reset. So that's another good thing to talk about because um, you know how you mentioned like, damn, I want to go back and, and do that thing I didn't do. Yeah. That's the only potential thing, because yes, I mean, once you know the story, it would sure. be boring to go back and do it. But I could see, like, like I I might want to go back and play the first scenario again just to do this other. Do the there, was this, there was this one thing I could have done that I really wanted to do, just kind of like, you know, like, uh, what's the poker term we always use? Um, 
rabbit camp. The rabbit, the rabbit camp. Yeah. You know, you want to like see the <laughs> yeah, next check card. Yeah. 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 So you could do that. But yeah, I, I, I feel like it's pretty much a one and done. I guess you could, it, what might make it not a one and done is playing it with another group and then trying to steer them towards the decisions you didn't make. Sure. Yeah. You or know, be kind be of the narrator or the, or the, yeah, exactly. Take a back so that, seat to that the game. could happen. But there's a lot of content in here. There's a lot of adventure books. There's so much story. It's worth it. Yeah, but how is many it worth it? <laughs> how many I put the thing down? Flip it. Yeah, how many plays do you get on it? Like you said, they're broken down into like chapters or something. So how many? Yeah. Of that so do there's you like get? I think there's ten, but then there's like the, these side quests that you can do. So like after you play the first mission or chapter or whatever it's called, you can go on a side mission, and they have these other there's like separate books that have separate side missions. So I'm not sure how many total plays okay. you could get out of it. I think it's like. 15 maybe maybe we'll maybe say 15 so plays. if you just went straight up end game it'd be 10 but that's not how you're going to play the game uh you're right yeah because okay. you want to do those side missions yeah. and stuff like that because then you but but no I, I to your point though that's a lot of money yeah you know for a game that you're not going to maybe own forever because and i, I just stuff, don't know some of these games just look so amazing to me and i just don't know if i'll ever get if i'll ever be able to play through it and get the the reward yeah the value right well, so here's what I'm doing with this game. So I kind of read the room, and I realized Natalie was probably not going to be super interested in playing this with me. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm doing is I'm going through it on stream, and every decision point in the game, chat in my stream is making those decisions for me. Janelle will put a poll in the chat for a decision, and then everybody in chat simply clicks the answer they want to do, and whoever whatever whatever they pick that wins, that's the decision I make, and I just do that. That seems really cool. So I, I jumped on and, and watched some of your stream, and the people that were in there were like, were enjoying making those decisions. So that seems like yeah. a really cool way to do it. I was very happy that they were happy. We are very concerned with yeah. your concerns. So if you're yeah, not like subs- if you're not following and subscribing to the Gamecasters on Twitch, yeah, come follow the Gamecasters on Twitch, and we're going to be going through the remainder of role player adventures on there. Because overall, dude, I really enjoyed this game, cool. and I am very much looking forward to continue playing through the adventure on the stream. Um, it's oh, also the boxes freaking huge it's, it's like it's almost as big as the mechs versus minions box does it fit in the calyx or no too big you know i haven't tried it yet i uh, it doesn't look like it would but i think it <laughs> might it also might i could see that it might it's definitely longer than the calyx shell sure you know? it's, it's input, like yeah. enormous yeah it's like super long um well, cool they're, they're really hitting but, it you know yeah. out of the park this thunderworks games who does the um, right all they this role player the stuff they've They've had some really big hits in the last like five years with role player with cartographers, and they keep I think sitting in that in that realm. It's it's the it's a cash cow now, right? They can just absolutely put role well, things in the role player good world. Good games too. I mean, yeah. you know, we've played cartographers. Cartographers is awesome. Yeah, I played role player. The, all the role five player stuff times. I've played so far. Yeah, right. All the role player times I played role player, I've loved it. Yeah. Um, and this role player adventures is is very 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 good. I think it'll more time. The more time that goes by. I will get, um, you know, I'm going to grow because you level your character up at the end of the adventure. Sure. And so I'm hoping that the game will ultimately turn into more of a puzzle than it than it does a luck fest. Okay. Because that's where the game sings, is where you're like, I have a hand, all these cards. How do I yeah. turn these cards into the dice that I need? And that's the cool puzzle. Cool. So anyway, that's uh, Role Player Adventures. By like Jeff said, Thunderworks Games. Uh, oh, designed by James William Ryan. Yeah, the Bizarro World me. Yeah. So 
I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. We're going to, I'm going to reach out to this James William Ryan because my name is Ryan William James and we're going to have a design team. Ryan William, a new game designed by Ryan William James and James William Ryan with the artwork done by Ryan James, a separate Ryan James. We don't know his middle name yet. If it's William, holy fuck. That'd be so awesome. Although it'd also be annoying to have, like, there's another Ryan William James in the board game industry who's more famous than me. Like, what if you found, like, a Jeffrey Allen Madigan? Yeah, that's me. Yeah. What if you found a Jeffrey Allen Madigan? Wouldn't you be like, oh, damn it. (laughs) And who's, like, like a way better teacher than I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Or he's at least, like, a famous teacher or something. Natalie, welcome back. Yeah, Natalie's back. She's drinking. She's drinking. She's drinking. Still drinking. She's about to burp. Maybe she's putting in her headphones. She can't hear anything. Here oh. she goes. She's Let's back. Say hi, Natalie. Hi. Say good night, Kevin. Good night, Kevin. the bathroom. <laughs> good night, Kevin. So that's what you did. Ryan's like, I want to talk about this game, and then you're like, Bye. I'm gonna go clean the bathroom. She's like, Oh my god, I can smell the toilet from here. No, it's more like I didn't play any games, and I have nothing to contribute to this conversation so, so i'm gonna get a head start i'm cleaning the bathroom with seven people I have to share yeah that's true tomorrow. we have a lot of people coming over tomorrow <laughs> and it's yeah. the kids bathroom so it's not clean <laughs> there's oh. toothpaste She's everywhere like, there was a mountain of toothpaste on the floor they're not like close. a bottle but they're like actual toothpaste they're cleaning the grout <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i was like maybe that's just the cleanest anthill you've ever seen there's in your a life big yeah blob of pink <laughs> toothpaste on the floor oh, <laughs> all right man. jeff what have you been playing man okay so again not a lot um, we did play, so on a Monday, which usually is a week ago, but we're recording in the middle of the week for like one of the first times ever, um, because Nerdfest is coming up. We don't want to interrupt Nerdfest by recording for four hours and eating Taco Bell. But right. I'll tell you right now, Natalie, for you, Devin and I had Taco Bell for dinner because we knew the show was happening. Um, Aww. so <laughs> on me? Monday, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for Natalie, we were like, hmm, probably Natalie would like this. Yeah, she's going to, she's going to care. Yeah. Um, so when just turn quick, the, camp, the, the show off. She's going to be like, wasn't that sweet that Jeff ate Taco Bell? Yeah. Did you make Devin get a Natalie, a Jeff or a Ryan? She got, um, she got what might be the new Jeff. Which was the okay. previously old Jeff, the Crunchwrap. Which oh, is the yeah. Crunchwrap. Yeah, I got a Ryan. I, I got a Ryan. Okay. I got a Ryan cool. box. They have a Ryan box. <gasps> now, a How many come box. in the Ryan box? Well, it's 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 only one, but it's one, oh. and then it's a Dorito Locos taco. And oh, a, I like the Dorito Locos. And then a burrito, taco. right? So okay, it's like, whatever. And then That's I got cool. a yeah, and then I got a little Jeff. So. A burrito is the Dan. I think, a little right? Jeff. Yeah, the Dan. Yeah, um, the Dan. Okay. So. Just to like recap, because I kind of like just recapping what we play on on game nights on Monday. So it was Bill's pick on Monday, and we played Yellow and Yangtze. Very cool. um, Which uh, at the beginning was, I feel like that game is a tough game to teach. And even with Bill kind of teaching it like, all right, how do you get any points? It's one of those things where I felt (laughs) like you did at the beginning of Batoku where I was like, why What the hell do I do now? doing any of this? And I'm like, oh, that's how you can get maybe, you know, a point of turn, right? And it's one of those things where you have to collect a certain amount of sets. So you have your lowest number of a cube is your high is your point total, right? Yep. Um Classic Kinesius. And you're sitting there and you're thinking like, okay, you're you're seven rounds into this game. What feels like maybe halfway, and you have like two points, three fourths of a point. Yeah, and you're like, right. Okay, I don't <laughs> yeah. have. How right, do I, I don't even have that? that color yet. Yeah. And then you sort of kind of like get it going, right? You have to have conflict in that game. Um, oh, that's the greatest thing too. And the conflict is pretty simple and straightforward. Um, I I liked it more than I thought. I almost wanted to like I, I want it fresh in my brain next time I play it. So I hope maybe he picks it soonish. Um, okay. And it, our game was so close. And I remember, and we we talked about this, but you talked about this on the show because you played it with uh, Andrew and, or and you played Cheyenne. 
Andrew yeah. and Cheyenne. Yep. And yeah. you had like a dozen and everybody else had like six. And yeah. you're like, what'd you think? And then yeah. it was like. I took a picture and they were all just like stone faced. Yeah. Like, God. And damn. that that range, like <laughs> two points in that game is is a ton. Two Enormous. points could be eight cubes, right? That's yeah. a, that's that's lots of turns. Right. So we were, um, we were, our, our scores were 11, 11, and 10. Wow. Um, so Joe and and Bill tied at 11. So what it does is it goes to the next like highest one, right? Right. Um so Bill had a 12 and Joe had an 11. Wow. Um, and I was all of my scores I had so in the four colors I had 11 11 11 and 10. Jeez. So we were like everybody yeah, was we'll really close. 10 then. Yeah. Um yeah, so my score would have been 10. So we right. played that um we played a game called Favor of the Pharaoh. I'm not going to waste anybody's not, time talking about it. Not good, huh? It just was like Yahtzee. That's Tom Lehman, too, I think. I know. Yeah. And I'm like, he's raced for the galaxy, right? He's, he's that. And yep. I'm like, I was a little mm-hmm. disappointed. It felt like it felt like glorified Yahtzee, and it felt like I was just chasing, you know, I had a bad turn. Right. I was just chasing the game. Um, yeah. Like, I would rather just play King of Tokyo or something. If I'm going to, like, roll Yahtzee style and play this random luck game, I may as well yeah. play King of Tokyo and have a sweet monster. Um, right. But anyway, so um, a game I do want to talk about is this game um, that I got recently called Ruin Nation. Ooh, I've heard of this one. This is like hard to kind of like say. It's the it's the word ruin and nation smushed together. Yeah, Ru- Ruination. Ruination. Ru- Ruination. Ruination, okay. Okay, Natalie's going to go clean some more bathrooms. Natalie, <laughs> yeah. we'll see you later. She's like, is it okay if I go clean some more? Yeah, I saw. <laughs> first of all, so if you don't, you, obviously nobody knows. We're, we're on uh, StreamYard, like watching yeah. each other. I'm yeah. seeing Ryan on screen and I see about, Na- the the left side of Natalie's face <laughs> and all she I see she is her watch hand. The right side. Yeah, all all I see is her hand going like pointing upstairs. Like, can I get the hell out of here? <laughs> can I get the fuck away? <laughs> I need to get out of here now. Yeah, right. Jeez. I that's hope I hear a muffled like. Yeah, just, that's the. Reason. I need to go upstairs. <laughs> that's the reason she had to get away. Uh, yeah. Can I just go clean, please? Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh no. Uh, <laughs> she's gonna love oh, this God. part of the show, and yeah, she's, she's gonna have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, come on, Ryan. You made a fart joke while I was upstairs cleaning the bathroom for our friends. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, so yeah, so Ruin and Nation. So Ruination or ru- Ruination, whatever. Yeah, Ruination. Um, I think. Yeah, Ruination. Um, it's a 2021 game, uh, which I think if I'm redoing my awards, <clears throat> this no might, sh- no, well, this might show up for art. Really? It is so. Oh, I gotta look this up now. It's so cool. It's is unique. It? I don't know if I've seen a game use this like color palette, um, of like pastelly reds and greens, blues, oranges, um, on this like just flat white background. So it's like oh, white. Oh yeah, I remember seeing this. Yeah, and it just is like. Yeah, that's cool looking. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to like describe. I'm like terrible. Like somebody who's graphic designer, like an artist, could be able to describe the type. Yeah, of there's art this, it, is. this is some sort of style. It almost kind of looks cel shaded. Almost. Okay. It's, it's very cool. And that means nothing to me, so I have no idea. To me, I'm looking wow. at it. It almost looks like borderline like comic book art, but not like in the cheesy like superhero. Um, there's like a little graffiti style on a lot of the cards and the backgrounds are like splashed with these colors. It is B.A. Baracus, right? It's, it's awesome. Yeah. So it is beautiful. So that might've been just something to be like an honorable mention for art. Um, so it was a 2021 game Kickstarter. Um, it's just kind of getting out, uh, recently in the last couple months. I think it's hitting retail soon. Um, I found it on, you can find it on Colossal. So it's, it's, uh, published by Colossal Games. Um, 
if you don't know Colossal, uh, they they publish Western Legends, which is their their big money maker. Um, and then they have this new game, Lost Empire. I don't know if you kind of remember seeing that recently, but yes. Um, and you can you can find the game on their website, but I haven't seen it in an FLGS. Um, I didn't really look on Miniature Market or anything like that, but I don't know if it's hit like real re, like retail yet. But um, so it is a it is a post apocalyptic area control game. Ooh, area control. Okay. So post apocalyptic. It's got a little bit kill. Like again, I don't get drawn to area control very much. Um, right. It has a cool action selection mechanism that I'll talk about. So one to four um, plays in about two hours. If you play solo, which I did, it plays. 45 minutes to an hour it's short um solo which is fine the only annoying part is that the solo version or variant um you have to get the kickstarter like exclusive stuff to have the um the solos the solo thing if you're interested in the rules of the solo you can go on and read the rules but you need a set of cards that helped you play in solo if that makes sense okay um, yep so basically what the um the theme is the world has ended. It's apocalypse. You know, the apocalypse happened. And think of like, you know, is Mad Max, right? That that sort yep. of just like desert, decimated. You There's know, nothing. Yeah, yeah. the um, land has been blighted. Yes. Uh, and so you're you're basically competing to be the best horde. You're like group of people. You're going to be the best group of people, um, and you want to rule alongside this 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 character they call Khan. So okay. like Khan rules, yeah, Khan rules the ruination and you want okay. to lead alongside with him is kind of how it goes. So, and he's, you know, the best one. So you're going to be the best one. You're going to rule along with Khan. Okay. All right. So like in most area control games, you get a main board. There's different areas, right? That you're going to be able to move around and control. There comes with some cool minis that represent, of course, your armies. There's going to be fighting. There's powers. There's dice rolling, stuff like that. Um, there is nothing new in the area control world um it's not like like when i say area control all of that stuff is in there like there there isn't anything like super unique in that groundbreaking Um, yeah but there is in the way you take some actions which is pretty cool so players have their own little player board that's a plus um it tracks your resources it gives you some some little bits of information i wish there was more of a player aid on the on the board itself um and then the board also holds up the three cards which is important later um Players start easily by controlling um, a corner of the board, you know, kind of staying away from each other um, to start with, and then you kind of creep creep toward each other. Um, and each area on the board that you control has a little resource that you can that you can mine on it. Um, okay. The resources are very, like, uh, um, ap- like, apocalyptic resources. So, like, metal, water, bones, and, like, there's something else, like an orange Damn, thing. bottle caps. Yeah, they're just okay. like, they're kind of like, okay, well, that makes sense. It's not yeah. like, you know, coal. It's not mm-hmm, that. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, people want water. Right. right? Um, so on your turn, uh, you basically are taking one of three actions. And here's where this might get confusing, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get through it. Uh, the way you take actions is you select one of the three face-up cards that represent that action. So the three actions are scavenge, move, and recruit. So scavenge, move, and recruit. Okay. Yeah. So those are the three actions. There are three decks of cards that have those actions on them. So there, there is a deck of move cards, a deck of scavenge cards, and a deck of recruit cards. Okay. Okay. The top one is face up. You kind of flip the deck upside down, so the top card you can see. Sure. You are taking. 
So if I take the move action, I take the card off the top of the move deck. Got it. And that's how I then execute my move action. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's okay. a random pull. Um, it, it, you get the C out of the three. So do I want to take scavenge, move, or recruit? And then I would take that and then I would re- reveal. So Got I, it. let's say I pick move and then I reveal it. So the next the person. The next one. So they could be like, oh, that move isn't as good. I'll take scavenge. Exactly. Um, and it. all the cards are unique. So there's 14 of each um, action. They're all unique. And they let you not only do like the base action of scavenge, move, or recruit, um, but they give you some sort of bonus or special ability or power or discount on stuff um, okay. as you take the action. So each action is... Um, has like the main action and then a little bonus. So for example, if you do like scavenge, um, the scavenge action lets you pick an area that you have and get resources equal to the number of troops you have, right? Um, okay. So your scavenge action might be get an extra resource for everyone you have, or it might be scavenged like that in two areas, right? So it kind of switches up the action that you take, the main action, by using that card, which is kind of cool. Um I thought that's really unique because actions feel different every time you take it instead of in some area control games that I feel like are not games like Blood Rage or Rising Sun or, you know, those those upper echelon. Games. Right. The big ones. Um, the other ones where it just feels like, well, I'm just going to move and fight you. I'm going to move and fight you. I'm going to move and fight. like that changed the game entirely because like right, you said, boring. Yeah. Like you said, there's a point of like, all right, I'm going to move. And then someone takes the move card off the top and you're like, that moves not as good or or I'm gonna scavenge, and then someone takes the move card, and you're like, "Damn, that next move card oh, is that awesome!" That move card is BA. That's exactly that's a sweet what I need. Decision. That sounds um, like a cool decision. That that was the that's the crux. That's the heart of this game. Um, is is that kind of cool system? Because uh, I don't usually again get drawn to these type of area control games, but that mechanism, I was like, cool, right? I had a feeling when I played Jaws of the Lion, where I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna go around fighting." I, I again don't get attracted to these type of co-op games. But the card play in Jaws of the Lion, I was like, this is unique enough to keep me wanting to come back. And I think that the action selection in Ruination would keep me coming back to this game and maybe reach for it, right? Okay. Cool. Um, so, in, again, in normal types of, of area control games, if you move onto a space with somebody else, you're going to fight, right? Um, you can recruit troops. Uh, there are cards like, um, they're called Exiles, and they're... Um, like warriors that only you can get. Think of the think of the gigantic minis in Rising Sun, where you yeah. know you can buy those cards and you get a yep. huge mini. Get the giant mini. Um, yep. Yeah. So there's the this exile deck that you can get exile cards from, and they come with their own mini and they have cool powers. Like this is twice the strength, or this one can do this, right? Um, which kind of changes that. Uh, the there's obviously going to be some fighting. Um, strength is determined pretty easily. You count up just like people there. Um, it comes with which I like. It comes with a separate like little track board where you keep track of your strength um, right before the fight. So you just count and then you move your strength up, um, which I thought like makes sense. So instead of like trying to remember like, okay, I have eight, but then I get one here and then I lose one there. You know, you're actually manipulating a track, um, which helps in the situation. Uh, There are, which I think you would really like in this game. um, There are like armor cards. They're called advantage cards, I believe. And they're, those are the cards you add to your player board. And those give you like powers during the fight. Um, But you have to roll. So everybody gets to roll dice during the fight. I won't tell you how they're calculated, but you take the dice and you roll them and the stars help activate the cards that are on your, on your board. So if you roll like fight on the dice, it's cool because you add strength. But if you roll stars, you get to activate the cool cards on your, um, on your player board. So 
the the whole card playing thing, which again is more of like a action selection rather than area control, was was my favorite part of of playing that was figuring out what's the best combination. When do you attack? Like you might be outnumbered, but your power might be cooler. Yeah. Um, and so basically you continue just doing this, like fighting and losing guys and putting guys back on the board area controlish until one of those action deck runs out until you reach the top of a track. There's a couple other tracks you're moving up on to get little bonuses. Um, so some thoughts, as I've said twice already, I don't get drawn to these type of games for sure. Um, but the thing that got my attention for this game was the art. Um, it just is like eye grabbing. I was like, I want to play this just by yeah, looking at it. It looks awesome. Yeah, that it's artwork is <clears throat> beautiful. There is no way you can walk by this game in a game store and not <clears throat> just look at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, I knew a little bit about the the action selection that it was. There was something unique with the cards. I remember reading some comments on board game geek about the card play and i was like okay that might make me want to play a combat game like this um the the artist so i wanted i to give a shout out to him because he's obviously listening um <laughs> his name is roland mcdonald <laughs> okay not roland mcdonald ronald mcdonald not but ronald mcdonald not roland right on the so if you go on bgg it doesn't say this but on the box and on the um rule book it says um the art is by it must be his company roland's revenge Okay. Okay. So it's probably he's his been, company. He's been kicked out of every game publisher in yeah. America. And he's and landed he started his own. Yeah. Called Roland's Revenge. He's done, I've never heard his name before, but um, he's done all the Undaunted games, the newer oh. Undaunted games. Oh, wow. Which are cool. And, and now that I look at the Undaunted games, I kind of maybe can see a style. Um, yeah. And I don't like those games. I'll say that. I'll the say games, that. I played, for sure. I played but the those games a couple times. The art is very Yes. Good. So yeah. he's also done all the Western Legends. Um, also games. great art. Yep, which uh, that's a colossal. So I don't know what the contract is there. He did the new Stop Thief game, mm. um, which I think you guys played. Yeah, uh, that was a good artwork too. Yeah, so had the cool little footprints all over the place. That was sweet. Yeah, I was kind of um, surprised that I never heard of um, Roland's Revenge. Yeah, Roland's uh, Revenge. <laughs> but I think out of those ones, I think this is his best. I think this is very cool. Um, so, like I kind of already talked about in there, something I really liked was that action card selection. Um, each card is cool. It gives you new options. Um, the uh, the base actions of understanding the game is are really simple. You can move, you can recruit, or you can get stuff, right? But then taking that simple um, rule set for those and then adding in the little bonuses that are changed by the cards, I thought was a really good way of getting maybe this being... A, an entry level, like above entry level sort of, uh, area control game, but not to the rising sun blood rage onk level. Okay. Um, being a step below that, getting people in it that how long did it take you to play? Um, the, the solo takes like under an hour. Um, wow. I really don't see the multiplayer taking much longer than two. Like, I think it's a two hour game. Um, okay. It's, um, the, the timer is is essentially 14 of the same actions, and that would be the timer. So if everybody took a move 14 times in a row, it would be a terrible game. But if everybody took that right. 14 times in a row, the game would be over. Right. Um, and I think, you know, you do you you do a lot of, like, resource gathering at the beginning to then buy those cool cards. So that's what you spend your resource on. You buy the cool cards to add. Okay. And then once that kind of goes, now you're sort of moving and recruiting and attacking. So those kind of go back and forth. Um, okay. So... Um, like you I said, kinda, I like that card system. That sounds really it fun. Se- it was so cool. The, 
that that was like it helps create some really fun combinations. It just makes it like okay. So for me, I liked it because it was a little more tactical um, in this game. Uh, your strategy of like I need that move card. That move card's gonna be gone. Yeah. Right. So you may need to make more tactical decisions in the moment. So if you For are sure. someone like, you know, you have this long range plan of, of blood rage, right? You have a hand of cards, you know, what cards you're going to, you know, what cards you have. You've also like, if you play that game a dozen times, you know, what cards everybody else everybody has, right? Else has, you're yeah. playing that sort of in a draft. Yeah. yeah. You're playing that people, but all the actions are like face up. They're right there. So you're making more tactical decisions. So if you think that if you're more of a strategic person and want to make that the game, this might not, not be your thing, happen. but yeah. if you're just like, I'm just going to do my turn on my turn and do what's best and pick the best card, then you can be fine in this game, which I think again is a good, is a good place for this game to be, to not really compete with the blood rages and the, the Ankh and, and rising sun of the world um, sure. and try to maybe set itself apart. Um, I don't think much of it was really fiddly, which sometimes these dudes on a map game get, yes. get fiddly. Yes. Like, agree. Oh, I have to roll this dice, but if I do, I get this token, and then I flip the token over, but I can only use it once per era, and this then it's like, like holy shit! I don't think a lot of that was really fiddly. Um, things were straightforward. The worst part was trying to figure out how many dice you got, um, and that was pretty simple. Um, just trying to count how many like types of different dudes on a map you had. Sure, uh, that was a little bit fiddly, but nothing like some of these other games. Um, I think. If you're trying to play this with a game group and they don't like games like Blood Rage and Rising Sun, this might be, again, that entry level. Um, I would say if I'm nitpicking uh, for the box size and what you get in it, I almost feel like I would want the production quality to be a little higher. Mm. Um, Like, I would love to have, like, thicker player boards or, like, dual layered player boards, something cool like that. We all like to be a little thicker. Um, Yeah. And especially because I thought about it being a Kickstarter, right? And, like... I don't know what the, the the stretch goals on the Kickstarter were to get the solo mode and to get the um some of like these extra cards. It wasn't a lot of like component upgrade. Okay. Um, which was fine. You know, it keeps it keeps this price point at I think about seventy dollars, which is above above average ish. But again, for dudes on a map mini yeah, dudes on a map kind of mini stuff. That's 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 not bad at all. Yeah. Um. It doesn't it doesn't like take itself really overly like serious. Um, because of the tact, because of the tactical decisions, like I said earlier, um, I think that a game like uh, Kemet is is more appealing to me um, because this is again another dudes on a map game. Kemet, there's a bunch of different ways to score, and you can win that game really not having a lot of combat. Uh, this game, you have you have to you have to fight. You you have to go into places. That's how you're going to get eighty percent of your points, and. Um, you might not like that type of game, but to, I know the point that both you and Natalie have made before is that if you know that that's just what the game is, yeah, you, you might be okay with it. You might just be okay going, well, we have to fight each other. This is just what the game is mm-hmm. instead of like, Oh, I'm playing a worker placement. Fuck you. Give me your resources. It's not that it's like, well, I'm going to fight you and then you're going to fight me. Like it's right. just going to kind of go back and yeah, forth. If you understand that. Go. Exactly. So, um, Overall, a game that I wouldn't normally get drawn to when I see area control, I think it's pretty solid. Uh, I think that people are going to like it. Um, I don't want people to over expect like expect this in-depth strategy, rising sun, blood rage. I'm going to memorize all the cards. I'm going to be able to plan out my thing. 
it's a more tactical, like in like have fun, laugh kind of that type of area control game instead of that really speaks to me, honestly, because that idea of number one going like, oh, man, I hope that move card sticks around to my turn because that looks that one is so good for yeah. me. That's a cool idea. I also really like the shit that got taken. OK, now what do I do? Right. I do like that tactical Instead of going, all right, I have five turns planned out, and then yes. your one turn ruined my entire game. That doesn't happen. Right. That's cool. That that's yeah. like that. I like that a lot. Sweet. Well, that's yeah. cool, man. So it's gonna um gonna stick around for a while, huh? Yeah, I think so. That that is ruination. Um, I don't think it's ruination. something that'll probably get played at Nerdfest, but maybe I'll put it in the bag. People can look at it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool to look at. It's pretty. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, dude. So Natalie and I talked about Dice Throne a few episodes back that we played with Ben and M, and the jury was out on it because it's not really meant to be played as a four-player game. So it really wasn't a proper play, and I didn't feel like I could really talk about it that much. Well, for Christmas this year, Natalie got me a date night box from Date Night Dice, Ooh, and cool. in the box was a two-player box of Dice Throne. That's a lot of boxes and dices. Yeah, cool. The Barbarian and the Moon Elf is this particular one. There's a thousand of them. Right? Okay, time out. Are have, those are the two characters? These are the two characters that came in the box. The Barbarian and the Moon Elf. Okay. Did um, you guys just hear my uh, Amazon thing talk to me? No. No. Okay. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that wouldn't come through the... There's like, a ghost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, I, I see nothing but constant love for this game. And so... I was kind of like, okay, it has to be me, right? I wasn't super pumped about our last play, but it was all circumstance. So I finally got it played the other day with Cameron, and I was really excited about that in the proper two-player format, okay? So I played as the Moon Elf, and Cameron was the Barbarian. And in this game, I'll give a very brief rundown. Uh, you're basically just trying to kill the other player. Okay, first person to do that wins. You have a series of dice you're rolling Yahtzee style to try and get results that match abilities on your player board that will damage your opponent. So, for instance, if I roll five dice, I get four bow and arrow symbols on my moon elf dice that might attack and do eight damage, which is like a thing on my player board. It says, oh, you rolled four dice, four of these symbols. That does eight damage. You can also play cards in your hand to modify die rolls and mess with your opponent a little bit. After you figure out how much damage you're going to deal your opponent gets to then roll a defense. Um, if they have a defense ability, they can roll for defense. Um, after that, they suffer damage, if any, and then it's their turn, and play goes back and forth until one person's dead. So this game is fun. Um, it's really simplistic and really light. The cards provide some cool choices, so long as you can pay for them, and it can feel satisfying to get that large straight that inflicts damage as well as placing status effects on your opponent. Or it can be kind of cool to use that total or that token that you have to like weasel your way out of 14 damage that was coming your way, rendering your opponent's last turn wasted. Um, also, if you, if, I mean, if you're living under a rock and haven't seen this game, the artwork is phenomenal. So the artwork is really cool and it's very cool in these two particular characters. The game is just really fun to look at. That's what I liked. What I didn't like. <clears throat> All of that being said, that I just said, I honestly feel very similar about the game as I did at Ben and M's. And okay. it's just kind of, I'm, that feeling is kind of indifference. I never found myself like actually having like, I don't want to say I didn't have fun because it was fun. But I, how do you explain that? I wasn't like 
having fun. I wasn't like, oh yeah, here we go, baby. Whoa, that happened. Oh my god. Yeah, I felt like I playing it, but you weren't like into it. Yeah, I was in it, but I wasn't into it. Exactly. I I I love it, but I'm not in love with it. I felt like (laughs) I activated the same like three abilities every roll. And it was never really hard to do. And I would always do like six to eight damage. And sometimes I would inflict a status effect. And sometimes I would play a card that would flip a die to a side to get me that small straight, which does an extra damage. And for some reason, I just didn't get it. The payoff always seemed to just be that six to eight damage. There was never like these swings of emotion or crazy moments. It was just like, okay, it's my turn. I play a card to make you skip your income phase on your turn. Okay, now I roll my dice. Okay, I got three bow and arrows and two skulls. Oh, well, that lets me do eight damage because of this ability on my player board. That's pretty good. Oh, okay, I'll do that. Then you roll to defend. Then again, I guess it's maybe it's over and I do eight. You know what I mean? It's like, and then it's like that over and over. So maybe it's the simplicity of it. I don't really know. I can't really put my finger on it, but I feel like I'm missing something that everyone else just loves about it because people love this game. To me, it seems, I think it's just too light and too simple, which for me makes it a bit too boring. But those of you out there who love this game, tell me why you love it. Tell me what I'm missing. Tell me why do I just need more plays to unlock the magic? The cool thing about the game is the setup is nothing. There's no setup, really. It's like the rules are nothing. So it'll be easy for me to get it back to the table. Cameron said that he liked it. He so I can definitely it play it more. better than Marvel United. Yeah, he said he liked it better than Marvel United. Sell it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but I, tell me why. Tell me what it is that I'm missing. That's May- funny because you've been into lighter games lately. Yeah, this one I think was... I don't know. I felt like there was no... This is going to sound mean. This is going to sound mean. I felt like there was no soul in the game. It's just Yahtzee. You're just matching symbols on your player board, and everything kind of feels like it does the same shit. Oh, I do six damage, but I also inflict a status wound. Oh, I do eight damage only. Oh, I do, I only do two damage, but I get to heal three, and then I inflict a status wound. You know what do I mean? Do you it's feel like, like you're ever like making a decision in the game? barely okay barely you roll the dice you can yahtzee roll the dice okay so that's your decision you roll the dice and you're like well i have two skulls and 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 one bow and arrow if i just get four more bow and arrow or three more bow and arrows then i can unlock this ability which is cooler and then you have these cards and the cards manipulate the dice but it's all i think my problem with it might be the abilities that you're doing they're not different enough to be inter- to be that interesting. It's literally just, I made this combination of dice, I dealt you six damage. Oh, you defended four. Okay, it's your turn. Okay, you did 15 damage. Wow, that was a good turn. I, de- I blocked two. You know what I mean? And it's just back and forth until 50 damage is gone from somebody. So and there's it's over. not like, you, almost like it needs an added thing I don't know to make it more interesting. It it's definitely, it's for, this is just personally for me, for everybody else in the world, I don't think it needs shit. Because everyone loves this game. Yeah. I mean, it made it into a date night box, which tells me that Ben and M love this. They yeah, have everything right. you they have, everything. have for it. Yeah, yeah. They seem to have a great time with it. I have no idea. I don't understand personally what, what it is missing. that everybody loves about it. And I'm not begrudging them or like, this game's stupid. I just, I'm like, I play it and I'm like, what is it about this game? This to me just feels like. Yeah, you're making me curious. It feels like nothing. Yeah, I would like to know what, if people reach out to you and tell you that, I would like to know that too. Because Natalie, didn't you feel similar when you played the two on two? Yeah, I mean, I had a horrible play. But okay, I will say this. Yeah, me and Ben like 
decimated Emily and Ned. Yeah. It was so bad that like there was ben, turns you couldn't. There do was turns anything. that like I literally couldn't even do anything, and Ben was like, "I've never seen that happen before." Yeah, and I was just like, Ugh. which I, he understood that that was not the yeah, way to review the game, right? So like I sure. don't really know. But Jeff, if my I can play say much about it. My play was identical in that game and this game. I felt like. Every turn, I just kind of rolled what I needed to. Like, I was, I, what I want in a game like that is like, oh, I could do this. Oh, but I could do that. Oh, but this could happen. Yeah. Oh, I could do this. But if I do this, and th- I want like all of those cool decisions. And you, want, it, you know what he wants, Jeff? Star Wars Destiny. That's what he wants. Why can't you just want. make Star just Wars make Destiny? Star Wars. Just give me Star Wars Destiny. I compares feel everything like the like decisions colon, were Star Wars interesting Destiny. enough. That's my point. And I, that's probably the crux of it. Because someone who loves it probably finds the decisions interesting enough. I found the decisions to be not that interesting. I found like all the dice combinations to be not different enough that it made me excited to try to go for one of them over the other. Did that's how win? I... Huh? Did you win? No, Cameron won. Oh, good <laughs> yeah, Cameron won. So yeah, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at some of the stuff on on Board Game Geek, and and you're so you're exactly right. On Instagram, I see pictures of it. People love it. It's their favorite game. Yeah. What's your favorite game of the year? That's season one or the rerolled or whatever these like these you know Marvel. They got a Marvel sticker, right? So it's like they just keep pumping this thing out with new characters, and right? Does people and, are fucking loving it? And I never, it never made me get excited to want to like i never went i really want to play this game because i knew it was like yahtzee combat back and forth and devin and i would not like i can picture devin playing that game and she would roll that dice and be like i'll just do this yeah that's that's what she would do that's how it is with me and and i think that would just like i wouldn't want to do that but yeah it's like people i'm pretty confident you would be very bored with this game yeah but it's like people love it you're right i know you know, it's ranked pretty high, 7.8, like 7.6. You know, Star Wars Destiny is my favorite game of all time. I love that. I love dice rolling. Let me kill you before you. That's fun. But I don't know. This one just does not do it for me. I'm going to bring it to NerdFest. I do think um, there's a lot of people there. Like, I think, Dan, I think Dan likes it a lot. Maybe Chris, maybe Amanda. I think a lot of, the, a lot of them that are coming like it. So I might bring it and just be like, Show me the way. It can't Maybe take I, very long, right? 30 minutes. Oh, dude, it's yeah. That, so that's what that, that's the cool part about it. That's the, the part I like the most. There's no setup. It is so freaking simple to get it started. And there's it, it you kill each other in 15 minutes. Okay. And the teach you know is I mean? five minutes. Right? Yeah, the teach is yeah. nothing. Okay. It's literally just you can play a card first, uh, then you can then you roll your dice, you manipulate your dice with some cards if you want to. Uh, then after you attack, you can play another card, and then it's my turn to defend, and then we apply the damage, and now it's your turn. And that's it. That's the rules. It's that's all. It's like it's there's nothing to it, and it's just each character has different abilities. You know, like there are these cool like I have some status effect tokens I can put on you. You have some different status effect tokens that you can put on me depending on my race and my character, and that's really cool. Each character has their own like super crazy power. Basically, it's the Yahtzee. Yeah, the, the Yahtzee. Yeah. Um, and there's like you know, but it's like super hard to pull that off. Of course, um, maybe the fun is in the card play. Maybe that's where the fun is, and I haven't experienced that yet. You know, I'm hoping that somebody can be like, oh, dude, the game is here in this. Yeah. This is what's fun about the game. But as it was, the dice rolling part where you're just putting the symbols together to activate abilities on your board is not enough for me to come back to this frequently enough. Sure. Personally. Um, So that's Dice Throne. Uh, and then, again, it's only the Barbarian and Moon Elf version. 
Uh, like I said, I, that's Three the only rolls. box I have, but I'm very interested in trying it again. So if somebody out there is like, no, dude, here's what it is. I am like open. Like, tell me, show me the way. I want to like it. Almost like with Zulkin when you were like, I don't like this game. And yeah, and Dan, Daniel was like, let me play Daniel, with you. Yeah. I'll teach you. And then he did show me. Like I was like, like I want to oh, show you why I love it so much. Yeah. Here's some strategy I never thought of before. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, this game seems... So, like Zulkin makes sense because it's very heavy. Yeah. yeah. Dice Throne, I'm like, okay, if there's something I'm missing, then you know, I gotta be pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so light, you know? It's it's like, yeah. yeah, like, oh duh, you dummy. Yeah, so it might be the card play, honestly. It might okay. be. But for whatever reason it didn't it didn't uh it I'll didn't give it a shot, me. but it never really it never fired me up. But I'll I'll, I'll give it a shot of nerf yeah. someone sitting around for twenty minutes. Again, right, it's like yeah. yeah, it's so quick. It is it's not the like filler. a game where you're gonna waste your time on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very, very, very quick. So that's Dice Throne. Um, I think that's all we got for games, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Sweet. Um, yeah. Sweet. Okay. I'd like to talk to you all for a moment about the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the Gateway Network on Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well. They are all amazing people who produce fantastic content. It's very exciting, due also in large part to the merch store there. Yes, we've got a merch store, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. There you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members. Whatever kind of content you're looking for, the Gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the GameCaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. The Gamecasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough Gamecasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry you do twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters possibly the best way to interact with all of us though is via our discord server if you go to the gamecasters instagram page you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server it's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis as well as meet a bunch of like-minded awesome people so check out our discord server it's now the time of the show where we all power down and Jeff powers you up in this episode's Instagram Inbox. And now it's time for the Instagram Inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Welcome to the Instagram Inbox. I am the Mad Board Gamer. He's mad. And I got a question for you. Oh, yeah. Well, Do I, I make you horny, baby? Yeah. <laughs> um, we all like new games. Yes. 
you know, the community is very Cult of the New. Cult of the New. Um, there's obviously great old games. We get it. But the great <laughs> thing about board gaming, especially recently, is there's always something to look forward to. There's yeah. always the next that thing. The next best thing. So as like, you know, junkies like we are, looking oh, yeah. forward to the next thing is something that I love. Um, That's so fun. It's meta. Put that yeah. cardboard right into my vein. Mainline that shit. Yep. So I went <laughs> on Instagram and I wanted to know what everybody else was excited for in 2022. What new okay. releases, what okay. board game new releases in 2022 are you most anticipating? What are you pumped about um, to get or to see or play or something nice. this upcoming year? Nice. Do you so, want? Do you want me to quickly say one, or do you want me to go at the end? Yeah, no. How about I have you, some too? Yeah, you go now, Natalie. Do you have any? I have none. She doesn't. She didn't even know they were making. They were still making games. No, some I haven't. Games. Haven't we played? Wait, they make the. They make. I new literally games? only hear they about games from Ryan, or sometimes on Instagram. But um, yeah. So I got about fifty games. Wait, thirty. Excuse me? No, it's probably 30. 15. 50? No, it's probably less. Ryan James, it's remember when you wanted to get your collection down to 150? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're expecting 50 Oh, he's getting Kickstarters? his second collection down to 150. I ba- Natalie, I backed these probably a decade ago, Stop right, Jeff? Like, yeah, I know, your, I know your tactics now. Some, someone, <laughs> someone was in trouble. He had nice to back these. Try. Jeff, there is a game <laughs> yeah. that hopefully is going to come out in 2022 that you and me, I think, probably would. Well, I think you got it, it's been it's been so long. I think you're you are no longer now you're angry about it. But I am so incredibly excited for this game called The Shivers <laughs> to finally show up. And I do believe that's happening very soon. I am more excited about that game than I am about um, the search for Planet X. Yeah, okay, that's the is one. Is that what it is? The search for Planet X, or no, not, no, no. Um, Planet Unknown? Planet Unknown. Yeah, you're right. Yes, Natalie, thank you. That's the one I remember you were like, I don't even care. I'm, I'm, like, just, I'm just mad. I don't want it now. Cause I honestly so think long, I backed that in I October of like 2020. Like we played that like yeah. two years ago right. online. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah. Planet Unknown. Yeah, but, yeah, but the not, Shivers yeah. I am excited for. You're absolutely right. I hope oh we get that gosh, this year. Oh my gosh, I want the Shivers so badly. Yeah, if you don't know anything about the If you don't know anything about the Shivers, it's a... It's a, a mystery, um, like, think of Exit Unlock, but it's like a big pop-up book. Yep. Um, so when when the board, like, unfolds, you have this, like, 3D scene that will have the clues or the hints or the whatever in there to help you solve this sort of this it looks puzzle. So, it looks so Yeah, so Natalie, sweet. and it was it was only, like, six bucks. Um, so you don't have to you don't really? have to be mad at Ryan about it. It no. might have even been cheaper. Um, I think they like gave 60, us money. Four ninety nine. Yeah. Four hundred and ninety nine dollars. Um, no, no, no. Four dollars and ninety nine cents. <laughs> it might have even been less than that. Yeah. Okay. But it okay. comes with like okay. Natalie. There's a dozen scenes at least I think that are coming with this. It looks so. That's awesome. It looks super cool. I it's think you'll really like it. It's going to completely suck. But okay, it looks I'm looking forward awesome. to the shivers. It might really suck. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm also looking forward to Jeff. You might have backed both of these as well. Uh, Darwin's journey. Uh, and Carnegie Deluxe and Stroganoff, actually. So three of those. I'm looking Ooh. forward to those ones for sure. There's a game by back... Connor Magui, the guy that did... Um, Magui. The, guy, <laughs> the guy that did Summit. Remember the game Summit? Oh, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I Remember that was like the one that like I didn't have any... I was like done at Gen Con, and you were like, you got to buy that now. It's Look at the pitch. Like, it's so great. Yeah. Beautiful, Mountain beautiful one. game. He made this game called Block and Key. Mm. And it's a it's a polyaminal like three dimensional kind of game where just like this three dimensional tower and you're building like polyaminos on it and it looks that is cool 
Augorjus. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about that. There's this little game called So You've Been Eaten. Oh, yep. Right? That seems kind of fun. The On Mars expansion that makes it cooperative. That's really very high up on my list. Yes, it's called Alien Invasion. Yeah, you're playing against the aliens. Yeah, it comes with like five different scenarios or something like that. And um, most, I think three of them are cooperative. There you go, Natalie. That's another one to be excited about. Hell yeah, yeah, Natalie. And then, of course, Weather Machine by by Vital Lacerda. Oh, there's a new one of his? Yeah, a new Vital Lacerda called Weather Machine. Yeah, those ones are high. I didn't back uh, Beef Stroganoff. Um, okay <laughs> but darwin's journey i did uh carnegie carnegie yep. what's the other one called? yep yep yeah. yep carnegie uh-huh. those ones i did i mean yeah the, the kickstarters i'm i'm excited to get right those ones i'm excited right. about um oros i backed that oh I'm yeah excited me about too that. that looks good um yep. i am and the whole world before i get to instagram I, I'll, I'll ruin some of their answers um uh, but Arc Nova is obviously something that is absolutely. Oh, right. I mean, that's like one hundred percent. I don't that know if that's tagged as twenty twenty one or whatever, but like it's I a twenty twenty two. But it's coming out in twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. same with Man. Origins, the first builders or whatever. And that's one that um, when, we, when we talked about uh, what bold predictions you have, I think Dan said that they're going to have some first, or maybe Swoozle said they're going to be some some new names in the industry. Um, right, right. And this, the, the designer, yeah, the designer a bunch of, of nobodies. Yeah, a bunch of nobodies. The designer of Ark Nova is a nobody. The year of nobodies. Yeah, he's a nobody. Mathis, yeah. Mathis Wiggy. Oh, man. He's done nothing. He's baby. But Natalie, I think like this This might be a game that you might you might fall for this one. This is like card drafting, hand management. Ark Nova. That Ark Nova. Um, it's got, it's, oh okay. My gosh. It, it has an 8.7. Really it has an 8.7 on Holy Holy shit. Okay. And that's not like, that's with 1.6 thousand, sorry. Yeah. 1600 <laughs> ratings, 1600 okay. ratings, 367 comments. So it's, it's got, a, it's substantial already. Yeah. That's a big number. It's not just like. The one thing I know about it is it's really long. Okay. I so think it's like sucks. a three hour plus. Um, I read that people are loving it at two. Oh, good. Oh, cool. Um, it's the weight is three point seven eight, which is like, which that's Natalie a sweet spot for right there. for us, and we've been yeah. like yeah, that's underwater that cities. That's that's, that's yeah. the that's it. So this could be a huge, huge game, um, or it could be a huge fucking disappointment. Could be a failure, uh, like me. Yeah, Darwin's Journey. I'm really excited uh-huh. for. I think it's kind of a cool like theme where you're sort of like you're recalling Charles Darwin's memories as you're going yep. through the Galapagos. I think that's kind of neat. Um, there's this game called Northgard Uncharted Lands. Okay. Um, that is, it's by Studio H. So maybe a review copy. Hello. Out there. Nice. Um, you're listening. It is, it is advertised uh, in, in Norse mythology is, is the setting. And okay. it's supposed to be a streamlined 4X game. Really? Okay. Now that is some, that's scary to me. I know. A lot of people have said that. A lot of it's, games try to do that. It doesn't usually work. It's a bad promise. <laughs> yeah, it um, is. That's a, that's a tough, that's a tough Because it says like an hour. Whoa. Um, which again, if done, what, oh, yeah, this could Four be it, right? X in an hour. But something to be, I, I'm anticipating it because. Wow. I know, maybe it could in, do it. It's intriguing, dude. It's super intriguing. Like yeah. somebody's got to be able to finally unlock the secrets. I know. Come on. The one hour 4X game. Do you know what 4X games are, Natalie? Guess the X's. Hit me with, with the X's. What are they? Extreme. Okay, no. Extremities. No, yeah. try again. X Factor. No. X Factor. Natalie, here's a hint. They don't Dude. start with X. <laughs> oh. Well, Extreme doesn't start with an X. Well, extreme does. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, just give me a, give me one. No, you give me one. <laughs> Come on, the four. If there's, you're, there's four, is four X game. Do they have X's in them? 
X yeah. is always the second letter of the word. Yep. Extra. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay. No, you're wrong. <laughs> Extraterrestrial. Ah, that's no. better. Nope. Still nope. Wrong. <laughs> Come on, try more. Um, what do you think the X's are in 4X? What could uh, you do in board games? Think about what yeah. board games do. A lot of these are like big map games. There's like maps. Yeah, so what would you do if in a big map? Extract. <laughs> oh, that's close. I feel like I'm naming every... <laughs> Everyone, huh? Every word with if you're in a, if, you're there, if there's a map of the world, what would you want to do when you see this map? You're like, wow. Okay. Examine. You... <laughs> oh, you're oh, getting let closer. Let me do it differently. Okay. You just entered a cave. Wow, what do I want to do to this cave? Explore! Yeah! Explore! One. Okay, now, you see a fucking population of termites. You might call the... Exterminate! Yeah, yeah two! Okay. Now, Ryan eats so much fucking food at Nerdfest, he gets fat as shit. Another way to say that is he's... His body... Uh, ex yeah. Expand? Yeah, expand! <laughs> and then the last one... You give a clue on the last one, Jeff. What do farmers do to the land? They're like, they're um, using the land like just too much. Yeah, too much. They're or, using it too much. Or they're... Or like, or like, I, Cameron has started this new business, Jeff, called Doodle Quest Co. Did I tell you that? Yes. Doodle yeah. Squad Co. I mean, Doodle Squad Co. Doodle Quest. And I am going to get all the money from him. So you know what I'm going to do to him? How Extort. am I going to... Huh? Extort. Extort. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna extort my ten-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, give me all your money. <laughs> give me all your money, or I'm give gonna fucking tell your mom you had two pieces of chocolate. For you. Why are you talking okay. like an old Jewish lady? Uh, <laughs> that, that was my gangster. Yeah, that was hey, gangster. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I'll give you a topic. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. No, no. Okay, so if you're gonna. So I, I have Cameron's logo on his shirt, right? Yeah. That I made him. I'm going to use that logo to just get like so much. I'm going to do. This isn't working, is it, Jeff? Um, I know. You're taking you're, you're taking full advantage of someone. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Taking. I'm taking advantage of Cameron. And then someone might say, like, if Ryan's taking advantage of me, I might say, you know what? I'm being X by Ryan. Yep. Exploited. Yeah! Exploited. Exploited. Okay, Natalie, what were the four X's again? Exploit. Yeah, say them again. Explore. Expand. Yep. And the ants. Exterminate. Yeah, exterminate. All right. She got it. Remember before she said those words, Jeff? She's like, I said all the X words. Yeah. That's all of them. I'm saying them all. There's no more. Xylophone. I said a lot before I got any of them. <laughs> Extraterrestrial. Extraterrestrial. <laughs> so, extra. What the hell were you we talking about? Anticipating games. Uh, four, um, uh, our, four, one hour game. One hour for X. Yes. That was how North Guard. So, maybe, right? This I think that'll definitely be a try before I buy sort of game. For sure. Um, Natalie, <laughs> Boone Lake is coming out, the new Fister game. I almost pre-ordered that. Boone At the Lake. time the pre-order was up, this is so weird, Jeff. When the when the pre-order for Boone Lake was up, yeah. you there it didn't even have an entry on BGG. Oh, that's weird. I know. So I was like, oh, I want to learn about this game. It's Alexander Fister. Hell yeah. But the last Alexander Fister game we haven't played yet, and I have it kind of like I which think it kind of bombed, which is Cloud Age. Oh, oh right. right. Like, I, I think it kind of bombed. So I was like, I'm not just going to buy it sight unseen. But there was nothing on Board Game Geek about it. You couldn't even look. Or, or maybe it had an entry, but there was, like, no comments, no forum posts. It was sure. nothing but a picture. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? You know, I am a sound financial companion to my loving wife. I don't just frivolously yeah, spend do money willy-nilly. That would be rude. I've only got maybe five, maybe Hashtag one Kamado Kickstarter. Go. Natalie approved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Shivers so was anything, only four ninety nine. Anything with bo- anything with uh, Fister on it, right? It's like that's like something that yeah. at least catches my attention. Right, yeah. barely newer. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a game called Aridia. Yes. Um, yes, that, that was. Oh, did you back that, Jeff? I did not. Okay, um, me neither. I think it might have just been like above a price point. And again, this it's an open world campaign cooperative game that I'm just again unsure if I'll ever get. That was enough. the only reason I didn't do it because that had more buzz around it. That was like almost Gloomhaven level buzz. Yeah, huge buzz. So I'm spoiling some people's answer uh, on the inbox about well, that him, one. Dude, it's but my show. Who cares? <laughs> um, and then the last one I just kind of read about today when, when I was kind of prepping for the show a little bit, there's this game called Unconscious Mind. Have you heard about this? Oh, uh, you might, mu- maybe from you. Okay. Have you so talked about it before? Cause it does I, sound maybe because, uh, so the designer familiar. is Johnny Pack. Okay. okay. Johnny, Johnny Pack. Pack. Johnny Pack has, he did Merchant's Cove, Lions Colo- of Lydia, Coloma, Lions of Lydia and Sierra West. So those have been his big hits. Right. Um, I want to read the, uh, like kind of description. And okay. it sounds cool. Natalie, pay attention. Okay. okay. She's already gone, dude. She's it's up a there. game <laughs> that blends worker placement, I love that. engine building, Ooh. multi-use cards, and oh action programming. Holy shit. Your goal is to master the therapeutic techniques, establish a practice, grow your clientele, and delve into your patient's dreams to essentially help them recover um, their complexities and trauma. Whoa. Wow. So it's so like, you're like a ther- sunshine you're the like a therapist. Smoke. Yeah, you're a therapist trying to like again, how did that it's work? Like I don't know. Therapy. Um but it seems interesting and it also, you know, looking at Johnny Pack's previous designs, it's not gonna be something that's like overly heavy. Um yeah. it might fall in that nice middle middleweight game. That's cool. Uh, that, yeah, so those are the ones that I think are like there's other ones that are on this uh inbox list that that I'm definitely looking forward to. And the shivers, so um you know, all right. I think Hell the bank yeah. account's in trouble this year. Right, again. man. Fuck yeah, um, let's get to it. All right, here we go. Inbox back. Jim Gamer. Oh, yeah, I like him. Um, Me too. <laughs> He's a grand man. Jim Gamer is pumped about, which I know a lot of people are also pumped about getting this, Return to the Dark Tower. Oh, that's not out yet, huh? Wow, no. okay. I don't think it's shipped to backers so yet. The Dark Tower is a, 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 a old game from back in the day. It's like, uh, so is it is it Restoration that's doing it? Yes, yeah. And they, yeah, they have that. I'm, I'm excited to just see how that tower works. Yeah, um, me too. Natalie, that this big tower in the middle, like talks to you and you add stuff to it. And it like, it's, it seems pretty cool. <laughs> um, but I know like it's nostalgia for a lot of people, like you said. Yeah. Right. Um, for sure. Emotional cyborg. Janelle says, I have no idea. Probably all the games you ordered last year that aren't here. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly which is just, right. yes. Yep, all we, the Kickstarter games that haven't arrived yet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Wilson uh, likes he he's excited for Wayfarers of the South Tigris. Um, okay, interesting. Which which is that, uh, is that is that a Garfield game? Yeah, it's it's in the I don't know if it's in the Architects. It's not West mm. Kingdom, but it might be the next set, right? Yeah. Um, he's also excited for Wonderland's War, which looks really cool. Yeah, I, don't know if you've seen I, I forgot. That. I backed that as well. Oh, you did? Okay, cool. Yep, I'm excited yep. to play that. That looks really cool. That has been man. These Skybound games take. For they take forever ever to get here. I honestly think I back. This is no joke. I think I backed that in like 2012. Wow. Okay, okay, it's a joke, but yeah, I, it, it has <laughs> been a couple. It's been a <laughs> few like, years. Oh, that's years. Yeah, so maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe hopefully this year. It's maybe, old. maybe not. That. Um, maybe it's but it's cool, oh Natalie. God. It's like a um, it's sort of an area control, but with Alice in Wonderland theme. Alice in Wonderland, yeah. And it's oh, a bag cool. builder. I think you're pulling stuff out of a bag and kind of. Yeah. So it's, I like bags. And and Skybound produces oh oh my god their production qualities are are off the charts yeah, what else be, do they do so they do sorcerer city oh yeah yeah that's yep. nice that's the one that's the one we have i think that's one 
yeah, it's it's going to be I think it's going to be a big hit. Yeah, very cool. Um, Brush Monkey says, I don't even know what's being released. Ooh, that sounds great. Yeah, Me too. Ooh, I haven't heard of that. Game. I haven't looked. I, I think I did hear about that back at Pax U. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when everybody went. Yeah, when everybody um, went but us. Peter Nuclear Knight says, he says he's excited for the Jurassic World Legacy game, which Ooh. is called Frosthaven. <laughs> uh, why I'm backing that too for some stupid reason. Yeah. If you, you want to buy my copy of Frosthaven, yeah, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me, Jeff. I, oh, man, I had already sold Gloomhaven, and honestly, I was like, or not sold, I gave it away. I think I gave Gloomhaven to Daniel, and I was like, I was like, I don't know, I felt like a little bit of postpartum because that game is so freaking huge. Sure, yeah, yeah, like I was like, oh, it's gone. What do I do? Like it's one of those things that. Hole. If you want to like call yourself a collector, you better have Gloomhaven. Yeah, you gotta right? have a Gloomhaven. Um, so I have a Haven. I man, have delusions so, of a wanting to play it, but we haven't even we haven't even broken open even Jaws, Jaws of the Lion. Of the Lion. <laughs> yeah. So in a complete like side thing, sort of, I've been watching a little bit of Ben and M and Ken. Um, yeah, on playing their, Gloomhaven their on Twitch the computer. Point. That is the only place I think I'd play Gloomhaven. Yeah, I think I agree with you. It seems awesome on the computer. It's see, like you're playing a video game. I don't even think that's it. Like it sets so everything up them, for you. I was yeah. like, is it, does it feel, because they've played a lot of the FTF game, like in, in real right. IRL, right? FTF, IRL, WTF. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you, what's the difference here? Is it, does it feel the same? And they were like, it's exactly the same, except cool. you don't have to do any of the bookkeeping. That's cool. Set up, tear down, you know, counters, moving everything. It's but they were like, it's just as fun. I would be into that, maybe. That's yeah, cool. so that sounds cool. So yeah, we could get that going at some point. Yeah, Osgore over in Germany. Hey, hey, he's excited for Mind Bug. Have you seen this game? Yes, absolutely. It seems I, like a I, cool two-player it game. Looks really cool. Yeah, I, I'd be into that too. He says it looks awesome and fast, and I'm like, That's... it's a card game. Is it by Richard Garfield? I don't know. Let me let me look it up while you. I think it might it. be like Richard Garfield and and somebody else, or maybe maybe it's maybe I'm an idiot. It's definitely a it's definitely a card game. Like I don't. It might be a CC. Yeah, I um, CCG or yeah, Scoff Elias, Richard Garfield, um, Marvin Hagen, okay, Chris, Christina Kodal, Kod, Kodal, Kodal. Um, but yeah, it's a, yeah, two player kind of card. Pretty cool art, like goofy. It kind looks, of. yeah, it's goofy. It looks really cool, though. Yeah, that could be one that's, um, Did that could Oscar, be a favorite. Was Oscar the one that just made that amazing Instagram post of, um, oh my God, it was so freaking cool of Quacks of Quedlinburg? Um, I don't know. What was, that was Oscar? the, um, holy crap, it was so awesome. You'll know it if you'll know it the second you see it. I don't know if you're looking him up right now, but. Oh, He's been it. taking some like bomb ass pictures lately, dude. I th- um, oh, oh, with the uh, he has like the, the smoke, beaker. like the yeah, and the yeah. smoke effect. He's been taking some like awesome pictures, and I'm annoyed because Instagram is 100% annoying me in the last like six yeah. months. But um, his stuff, I talk to him all the time on Instagram, and his stuff, like, n- I have to go in, like, I haven't seen a post of his in like a month. Like, why aren't Ugh. I seeing his post? But anyway, yeah. he's, he's been taking some bomb ass pictures lately. Um, like, shouldn't you just see the post of everybody? You think that you follow, but yeah, okay, it's weird. But yeah. anyway, that picture, oh my, I, I was like, that might be the best picture I've seen out here. It was it's cool, so great, yeah. Um, Rex Games, uh, confirmed game that he, he is excited for. Um, Unmatched Marvel. Okay, so the Unmatched is obviously right. expanding and just buying all this those IPs. There's and a shit ton of Unmatched. Unconfirmed game. I don't know if this is something that uh, like he's hoping for, but yeah. Sagrada Legacy. Whoa. Wow. I don't know if that's even in the talk or if he's just making that shit up. I, I would really be know. all the Me fuck too. 
over Did that. Did you guys like, just Natalie that? right off her Yeah, period. we played it with Ben and Emma. That's funny. I played it with Dave, yep. and it was like, I played it with really? Dave a couple weeks oh, ago, and it was like recently? the first time I played it in a year. Yeah, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Well, they right had never played it. They had never well, we played it, have which a lot was of time. shocking. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. you got this is one of the great right. like filler middleweight games that there are. We got to play it. I don't know if they liked it a ton. Ben, I think, liked it more than Emily. I don't think Emily needs another play. Sure. Um, you know, because at the end, um, she had only three pips worth of her colored dice. Her colored dice. Now, part oh. of that could be my fault. I, I mean, I told them how they'll score. I didn't necessarily. Actually, I don't remember. I don't remember if I necessarily said like main... this is like these are going to get these could this is yeah. going to make or break the game. Like yeah. if somebody has like six six five two and you have three ones, mm-hmm. you're not even going to be anywhere close to competing. I didn't yeah. say that. I probably should have. Um, so I don't know if that hurt the game for her or at all. I do think Ben liked it. However, what I learned about Ben was that he's very similar to you, Jeff, where he kind of just like, he likes everything. Like yeah. he plays it and he's like, I, I have fun playing every game. Yeah. And, like it's all gravy to me. So <laughs> I do think he liked it. So then it's, it's harder to tell in a gamer like you and a gamer like Ben, it's harder to tell how much you like something right. versus not. You know what I mean? With yeah. me, I'm like, I'm usually pretty like, I love this or, you know, I hate it or I think it's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, like it's harder sometimes with you. Like, I'm like, what you think? And you're like, it's good. And I used to think like, oh, that means it's bad. But now I realize that actually means it's good. It's good. You know? yeah. But if I'm like, it's good. That means it's bad. I know, like, well, <laughs> yeah, that's you know, bad. You know what I Everybody's mean? Everybody's scale is, like, like different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So your scale, your, yeah, your spectrum of, of of liking things is a lot wider. Or, yeah. You know. Yeah, the, uh, what'd you say the other, the, my bullseye's bigger. Yeah, 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 exactly. You got a bigger bullseye. Yeah. You got a big old bullseye. Yep, you got a big old bullseye. I got a really bulbousy bullseye. Yeah, it's ball, it's veiny, it's <laughs> yeah, meaty, just it's throbbing. <laughs> throbbing bullseye. Throbbing and bulbous. Red? Those two words together, gold. Yeah. Bullseyes bulbous are red. Is such Have a, a throbbing weird bulbous word. wedding. Yeah, we're Happy about throbbing bullseyes. birthday. <laughs> I hope you those have a throbbing good bulbous words b- to use for mad libs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good. Throbbing and bulbous. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Amanda, Main Street Meeple is like everybody else looking forward to Ark Nova. It seems like yep. that game will be right up her alley as well. Sure. Um, the McMeeples, this is Sam because Michaela um, uh, sent me a different message from her okay. account. There, uh, He's looking forward to Iridia. And um, or burn cycle if it gets out this year. Yeah, that uh, which would, it should. That's the chip theory game, right? Right. Yep. That seems cool. Obviously, that's something you just man. You that's just, the only one of theirs I haven't backed. I backed it and then I backed out of it because it was like, well, I mean, chip theory dollars. games is a very big monetary commitment. Yeah, and I need. I wasn't like super pumped about it. Yeah, and, but dude, it was like four hundred bucks. If I, I get that, but it looks so know. cool. Oh, and it it's like yeah. Um, Curtis Howland on Instagram. I don't know if he's messing with me. He said, Great Western Trail, Argentina. I'm like, there's no way that's a thing. Argentina. That's probably an expansion, right? I don't that's know. weird. That doesn't like make any sense. Was Curtis, are you like a Western Trail? Are Argentina? you trying to Shanghai me? <laughs> I think he's trying to Shanghai, Shanghai me. me. He's trying to Shanghai me. All right, pick up the cows. We're going to South America. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Measles is, is, is one of our, um, has one of our picks. Darwin's Journey um, cool. or a game uh, called My Father's Work. Huh. Have you heard of, heard about this? No, I never heard of that. It's a Renegade Games uh, game. Okay, it's gonna be good. Uh, I'm just kind of like glancing at it. It looks it, it's a worker placement game. It's got this cool sort of dark, like haunted theme almost. My um, father's work. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, What's the theme? So are you like some like evil like magi- like taking over your father's work that was unfinished and it mu- so it says the like it says category horror. Okay. Okay. 
you got um yeah, yeah, it's like in this horror thing. So my father's journal passed down for me, representing years of knowledge and countless experiments. And inside, weathered Sweet. tome atop of yeah. So it's like yeah. So you're going through his work. Um, you are competing as mad scientists with a page of your father's journal, trying to complete his experiments. Oh my god, I called it. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> it? Spot on. You What's got the it? thing I said? That's I was exactly like. Right. I'm so glad you have yourself to pat yourself on the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, homemade soda. Homemade soda's got a few. Uh, the top of his list is uh, the Castles of Mad King Ludwig Special Edition. So they're like the deluxe. Oh. Um, mm. Which, which cool. was a Kickstarter and I think is, is going to ship this year. Ah, uh, got it. Um, he's excited for chai tea for two, which I That's know it's- That's not out yet? Uh, maybe okay. he's getting it. I'm not sure. Wow. But no, maybe that, I'm wrong. I, I, those chai tea game, that game I could have sworn exploded. that was out like six yeah, months ago. Yeah, I heard a lot yeah. about that. I know they did whoever, because they're, they're a, 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 I call them out, they're a nobody publisher, right? They're, I think they're just <laughs> yeah. like two people. They just made this game. Yeah. They worked social media very, very well because that game was fucking everywhere. Everywhere. When it came out. Like the first everywhere. one, and now maybe like that's why I think it's been out forever. In the kitchen. Maybe that's why you're right. Maybe because of the marketing. Well, maybe, or, or, or it'd be funny if people interpreted this question what are you looking forward to in 2020? People were just like, um, uh, Castles of Burgundy. Yeah, my game. I'm a couple people did answer it like that. that, which was fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, Homemade Soda also is looking forward to Long Shot the Dice Game, which is what we. <gasps> oh, really? Which I'm also looking forward to. Um and then he said also basically everything he kickstarted in 2021. Yeah. Which, again, <laughs> right. That's everybody. for me too. Yeah. Um, boards on tables. Oh, yeah. Hello. Um, looking forward to Flamecraft, which is a game I've seen a little bit. I know nothing. I know nothing, um, Lebowski. Flamecraft. Yeah. Card game. Um, I think you're these little, like, uh, f- magical Flamers. creatures. <laughs> um, I don't really know. You're, yeah. You're the role of flame keepers, gathering items, placing dragons, casting enchantments. Um, yeah, card play type of game. Um, I think your dragons are different little workers, so that seems neat. Okay. Um, also looking forward to Marvel Dice Throne. Interesting. Um, Kelly Geek Sheet Gamer says, basically was like, fuck the new game. She's like, I want to play Through the Ages. It's been sitting on your shelf of shame for Man, years. I'm with you, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. It's been on my shelf of shame yep. for years. Yeah. Um, SD Bram says the game Three Sisters. Huh. You know that one? Nope. Three Never heard of that. Um, Mentioned that it's the same designer that made Fleet the Dice Game. Oh, okay. That's um, that's Matt Riddle and Ben Pinchback. I was saying, wasn't oh, okay. that Matt Riddle? Mm-hmm. The Matt Riddle. Um, yeah, so this Riddle. is like listed as like a 2021 game, but of course, who knows? It's kind of my good friend, Matt Riddle. How things come out. Um, okay. This is a, a roll and write or something like that, but I, I'm assuming if it's like Fleet the Dice Game is going to be a deeper, yeah, probably a heavier a deeper experience. So, um, Homemade Soda said Breath of the Wild 2. No, oh. There was like, that's, are, they, are they coming out with a video that's game? a video game, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the game table, Daniel over at the game table, uh, Darwin's Journey. Yep. Uh, Dead, Dead Reckoning. Dead um, both Reckoning. Of them have, sounds familiar. Yeah, both of them has have backed. He said he played Darwin's Journey probably. I think a ton of people played that on uh, TTS. TTS. Okay. Yep. Uh, board, ga- board Gaming Madigan, Joe says, besides Ark Nova, he's excited for the rest of Everdell to come out. Um, so his his extra expansion and then his big gigantic box. Oh right, he all in backed the. Yeah, I think he did, or maybe I don't know, or maybe he had some self control and just got the the new thing. Um, but anyway, uh, B dot W dot Wallace, new to the inbox. Oh yeah, hello B dot W dot Wallace. Welcome to the community. What's up, man? Um, is excited for Iridia, which yeah, can't, 
Can't blame the yeah, man. Yeah, that game does. That was. Uh, I think and I'm still happy that I didn't back it. Honestly. Yeah, I. I like I just, it just want would it. Not get played, man. But yeah, I just I don't think I'd get the. Yeah, we're not the descent type. It's like an open. Yeah, like 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 Gloomhaven. You know. Um, yeah. Open world um, kind of. I backed that Western. What was that content. Western game I backed? I don't know. Great Western Trail, Argentina. <laughs> yeah, of course, duh. Um, Great Western Trail, Argentina. Sheer boredom is excited for the game of getting married. Oh, right. Oh, you're married, married this year. year. That's cool. That a boy. Go, Roberto. That's a fun game. Yeah, go, Roberto. Go, Kate. Yeah, fill that hole, Roberto. <laughs> on, the, on the wedding night. Um, <laughs> Better Half Reviews right. is looking forward to Wonderland's War, of course, yep, and Oros, which I know... Um, she's Allison the whole reason that I, fucking, I backed she, that. She's the she's the whole reason I think that game like existed. Yeah, she pimped that game My real gosh. hard. Um, yep. Jared over at Meeple Mentor uh, is excited for Flamecraft as well. So I'm put I'm putting a lot of these games on my my yeah Flamecraft. List. I gotta look that I gotta look that up. Um, Asymmetric Wizard, who we uh, talked to a little bit on on the inbox a few times, I said remember. it's a tie between Bardsung, B A R D S U N G. Oh, Bard's Song? I've heard of Bard's Song. Bard's Song. Remember that? I'm, wasn't Bard's Song the one that was like super popular at Gen Con? Like it was like at the top of the list for a while or something? Was that not oh, Bard's Song? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know much about this game. I'm looking at it right now. It says it's a adventure exploration fantasy fighting mini game. There's some battling. There's some... I don't know. Maybe it, it looks like it probably was like a Kickstarter that is hopefully yeah, shipping. Sure. About to um, ship. To H symmetric asymmetric wizard as soon as possible, and then the tie was between that one and my father's work. So that's the second one I've heard of. Okay, that. Oh. second one, her and the measles. Okay. Yeah, I think if I'm hearing a game twice, I'm gonna be that exactly. I'm gonna check it up. Yep, same here. So Swoozle had said this was the easiest answer. He said, he said, of course, it's the samurai rebellion in the fields. Oh, Aww. Swoozle, man, Swoozle coming in hot. Swoozle, he's so great. Yeah, and then he submitted he's another great. one and said maybe Frosthaven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I hope so too. That would be fan. I mean, it would definitely wouldn't be this year, but that would be so awesome. Yeah. Yes. Maybe I'll bring that to Nerdfest. I got to bring it to Nerdfest. Maybe I'll Hell yeah, I'm in. Uh, Janelle would be excited. Yeah, that's true. She'll see the actual physical copy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Um, uh, on Instagram, Blended Game is excited <laughs> for the game Blended. <laughs> which i'm his assuming game, is a game that they produce yeah. that we will ha- oh i'll have to go yeah. look at so this this might be their first podcast that they're getting mentioned so wow go to blended cool. game on instagram and then unfollow and him on instagram for the shameless shill yes <laughs> <laughs> as we just talked about ryan's game <laughs> 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 this is my show it yeah, is, is my yeah we, we yeah. can also do jeff's pod jeff's game and yeah. ali's game but this guy <laughs> yeah this guy come on blended game um <laughs> that's funny uh, Mick Dave Mick is excited for Return of the Dark Tower, of course, yes. and a game called Mosaic, A Story of Civilization. Ooh. Um, in my okay, brain, seems like a Civ game. He, D- Dave is he like so all bad. about those enormous yes. civilization games that take forever in a day. He wants to bring one of them to Nerdfest. I told him, I said, go for it, man. You might get somebody like Brian Beach to play it with you. You yeah. know, he's um, he's always trying to play those yeah. huge, like day, almost like day long games yeah he's a, personally i don't have like a war game kind of he, kind of he's yeah he's got that yeah he's that, a, he's uh, big that. table topper yeah he's, he's got his new table that. topper that oh, was sweet that thing oh yeah i saw really a picture of that that looks oh great. it looks so good yeah that's awesome. um hey there mickey michaela michaela echoed sam and said that she's also excited for iridia 
the two of them are going to dig that game, I think, a lot. Can I take two seconds and talk about Michaela for of a quick sec? Of course, because okay. Michaela's amazing. Michaela's so cool. So last night on the stream, so Sam and Michaela are the reason that Roleplayer Adventures is in my collection and happening yeah. on stream. And they came into the um, chat last night, gross, and were <laughs> oh, yeah. um, helping, specifically Michaela was helping people that had questions about the game that I didn't even know because she's played through it a bunch. Uh, she was helping with, you know, like certain questions that I had about what decisions to make. People were asking questions in the chat and she was just right there. And I just thank How cool. you, Michaela. That w- It was just really cool because there was a yeah. lot of stuff that we were just kind of like fumbling through in the dark. And she was just right there in the clutch to be like, boom, boom, boom. You know, I didn't have to like ask her. She just kind of did that. And so I really appreciated that. So thank you, Michaela. Special shout out to Hey There, Mickey. Hey There, Mickey. Um, hey There, Mickey. You're so fun. You're with, so fun. You blow my mind. Yeah, hey, with two Ys in the hey. Hey, hey. It's more like, hey, hey. there, Mickey. Hey, yeah. there, Mickey. And she says on a sarcastic <laughs> note, which is what we just said earlier, um, I'll be happy when freaking Planet Unknown is finally here. So right. They love, they, they're the ones that were really, yes, really, they're into the that. ones that told me to back it. And I was like, okay, yeah. I'll back it. I'm excited. I remember and now I'm all not. these years ago, 2012 again, I think when that came out, Jeff was <laughs> like, Sam and Michaela are playing that on TTS like every second. Yeah. Right. They were playing, they played that game so many times. Yeah. So who knows if it ever going to show up? Yeah. We'll see. Midwestern Meeple. Um, okay. I think this is one that you maybe flew under your radar, but I think you might be excited for it. This is, um, and I might be pronouncing this wrong. This is Verdant. Yeah, Verdant. Um, I don't know how to. Is it just either. Verdant? Verdant. I have no freaking clue. Um, that's the the Cascadia people, yeah, Natalie. Right. Um, yep. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I'm back in that um, too. Uh, because he mentioned that Cascadia was a huge hit, and I know you guys were medium on Calico, loved Cascadia, and then we'll right. take a shot on this one. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. And it, they're they're cheap. You know, they're like twenty nine dollars. I think that's is like what it costs that's like perfect for that yeah. game, right? Yeah. Um, and then lastly, uh, Main Street Meeple again. Amanda said uh, a game called Dog Park. Which oh, I know nothing I about. I saw her post about it, I think. Okay. So maybe she's pumped about it. Maybe she got a, a, an early copy. I've never really heard of it. Um, yeah. It says auction, bidding, point-to-point movement, set collecting game. Okay. Interesting. Um, obviously, <laughs> stick dogs on it. You know, there's a lot of cat games, so got to get a dog game right. here every once in a while. Yeah, baby. Thank you. Yeah, oh, baby. it's not hot dogs? I thought it was like about hot dogs. Mm. Like eating hot dogs at the park? I yeah. That's Natalie's face. <laughs> Natalie's face. If only I could see Natalie blinking on the stream that we're like, going through. Like, blinking. Almost like, shut the fuck up for once. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was the inbox. That was um, Anticipated Games, nice. which has put a whole bunch of games on my radar. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are excited about a lot of games, as always. And, you know, I, I almost want to go back, like Natalie listened to our, our year ago episode. I almost want to listen to this at the end of the year. And see if there are any games actually like hit, like that you're really excited about, right? Sometimes yeah. games come out yeah. of left field, and that's almost Absolutely. more exciting. Um, I get it. it's kind of like the thing we talked about that I'm excited for for Nerdfest is to find that diamond in the rough. Yeah, that was always one of my favorite things about Gen Con is going there and finding that game that you didn't research. Yeah, you know, for me it was kind of Land vs. Sea because Jeff researched it, but we didn't, yeah. and then we, you know found it because of jeff but that that turned out to be the hidden gem because i did not think that was going to be on my radar all right we are now moving into the game of the episode and guys we are entering phase three of listeners sending in games for me so i don't have to fucking spend much mental energy on this portion of the show so thank you you, everybody thank you keep that up listeners yeah keep that shit up dan for his bgg or mtg game followed immediately by phil's Eve before and after which was so much fun and this time user Plurpy gets in on the fun, and he has sent me a bunch more before and afters for you guys to riddle okay. out. 
I'm gonna go take a break while you explain this game to Natalie again. <laughs> Natalie, did you listen back to that episode? Yes. That you sh- you should have understood yeah. that one. That's what Ryan put on the on the audio clip on Instagram. Yeah, that Instagram. was the audio clip for the episode. You that was great. You should have understood that. You should have gotten that. That was one. really, 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 well, really sometimes funny. It was like, I, like he understood. We'll start, I'll like think about what he's saying while he's still talking, so then I like miss something. <laughs> That's like every single one of my students where I explain the, the directions and like I don't I didn't hear I, I will say this this is so funny this is coming out right now because this happens <laughs> all the time where <laughs> I'm delayed. very like my I'm not necessarily like like quick but I am I'm, they used to call me like one minute man in high school <laughs> and so I am like uh, <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Okay. Natalie, I'm like very, very fast in everything I do, almost yeah. embarrassingly. But yeah. so like I, if, if I'll say something and Natalie doesn't answer immediately, I'm like snapping my fingers like, come on, yeah. what are you doing? Come on. But I think that's the problem that happened in this game. She's always and I mean, always on a delay. OK, you just have to assume Natalie is streaming, it's, but she's right in front of you. She's on a three to four second processing in her yeah. life constantly. All right. So you're like, hey, Natalie, what's up? How's it going? What do you want for dinner tonight? And she's like. Hi. Pizza. Not much. <laughs> Let's get some Taco Bell. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? I say that to her. So I'm like, I'm like, what? What? Honestly, what is happening in, inside your head? And she's like, well, I'm thinking of something else. And then you start talking and then the information just comes in and I'm just I'm just behind a little bit. She's <laughs> on a delay. Oh, man. And that delay causes her to interrupt me all the time. Yeah. And she'll say to me. Well, I was in the middle of talking, and I'm like, "No, you weren't. That was you were in the middle of thinking silently." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "Well, in my head, I'm still talking to you." I, this my gosh, been, that's this so was funny. like a big like tenseness between us for like years until I think Ryan finally figured out why that was happening, and I feel like that all of a sudden, once you figured it out, we like never. You like never got mad about it. Again. Well, that's not true. <laughs> you got I mad about like it, it oh, two weeks like ago a, when we like recorded. A, we don't fight about it anymore, but I, I wouldn't I feel say like that. It used to be like a constant thing, and now it's like just not a thing anymore. Yeah, he just I mean, screams in his pillow when you're been, not looking. Yeah, I have <laughs> been used to think I was doing down it on purpose, over the years to accept I, this behavior as normal. Yeah. <laughs> no, now it's to the point where it's like, oh, okay, oh, okay. But so just so you know, that is likely what happened. I was probably explaining the rules, and she, in her brain, she was either hearing, <laughs> oh shit, he's talking. Uh, so, um, so are they all Christmas smoothies? So how do we? Where's the bell? Are they? Or, or in her head, what was what was happening? Also, was me saying. Okay, guys, so that was the inbox. Have a good time. But I'm explaining the rules, and she's still concentrating. Like, Jeff said, oh, the inbox is a over. Bit weird okay. This time. That is not possible. That is more like, what like did he say it like a short? He's like a short person. Inbox. Like, why is he so short talking? And it was a little bit different than Ryan's. I'm really glad I don't wear his button or support his Instagram account. Do I actually fart a lot? I don't hey, think I do. What's happening? Why does he say that? <laughs> you think there's so, a spider anywhere near me? There, I hope that there's no <laughs> bugs in the house. I'm really hungry. You know I'm not good at multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so that's happening while the rules are being explained. And then all of a sudden, we're both looking at her like, okay. And she's like, <gasps> are you ready? I'm like, uh, so then I'm like, so, so it's like a board game. So where's the bell? Play <laughs> how do I beat Jeff in this game? <laughs> I don't. Where? Where? 
Are we recording? Are we when are we going to start this? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's hilarious. Okay. All right. So this is before and after. It's all board games. Okay. Our, okay. First of all, these guys, these listeners who sent all this stuff to us, holy fucking shit. Thank People you. are so smart and good at these things. These are these are all brilliant. Okay. And it also shows me how much they liked this particular game. Yeah, that's cool. Um, which is awesome. Yeah, so we're gonna is. we're keeping it going. Hopefully you guys still like hearing it. But here we go. Yeah, Try man. to get these at home. These are the the way this game works. If you haven't heard this before, if this is your first time listening to the show, shame on you. But that's awesome. Maybe you'll be a lifelong listener. If Welcome. this the way this works is <laughs> yeah. like the show. Like the last no. word in one of the games is also the first word in the next game. Okay, before and after, just like so this a, one's in two Wheel games. of Fortune, huh? So this one's just game. This one is just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. I mean, see. You didn't say it. You didn't say that yet. I was listening on purpose. I was listening on purpose. <laughs> I was purposely listening to you. Usually, it just accidentally happens. Just kind of the information flows through my butt. Up I into just happen to tune in at the same time, and then I listen right to time. you. <laughs> I'm doing I it. Do. I'm like, pay attention. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Are you guys ready? So we yes. have 14 of these. Whoa. Okay. It's great. Some of them are going to be a little hard. I don't know if you've heard of all these games. A lot of them you will know. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Here we go. Number one. Expand your territory on different types of terrain using rabbits on a hexagonal grid to get the most gold and carrots. I got it, Natalie. Okay, go for it. Oh, Jeff, what do you, do you want? Do you know either of those games? I know nothing. Does rabbits tip you off in any way? Yeah, no. there is a game about rabbits. Okay, so I think it is Bunny Kingdom Builder. Uh, I'm going to high-five the screen. Jeff, high-five yeah. the screen for me. Good job. Very well. Yeah. Very, nice very well done. Yes, All right. Bunny Kingdom Builder. So Kingdom Builder, Donald X. Baccarino, the guy that did um, Dominion. That was his second game. Bunny Kingdom was that shitty game that Jeff and I played at Gen Con that one year. It was probably not probably not shitty, but it was explained it was very shittily. Experience. It was one of the shittiest experiences Italy. we've ever had. Yeah. That was one of the only times in my life where I was like, fucking nerd. What? <laughs> Usually I'm the it nerd, was, right? But I was like, fucking nerd. It was a strange mix Why of nerd? people. They were just they were they were maybe the most socially inept people, oh. including the person explaining it to us. They were explained it more shitty than that guy explained that Paris game to us. No, nothing was that bad. <laughs> I, that, that was the worst. But this was different. That guy was at least focusing. Oh. This guy was like making inside jokes. Was, These other two people who were making inside jokes to him. Miserable. And I don't think either of them knew what either of them was talking about. But they were laughing. And me and Jeff were just like, are we going to fuck? How do we? And then they just started and they all knew what they were doing. And we were like, yeah. what, what like, did well, we do? You lost the sale of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It was a Okay, here we go. Number two. Um, in this hidden role, I split you choose drawing game. Players must figure out who doesn't know how to make a pizza. I can oh, do it now again. I got it. Jeff is so good at this game. Okay. Do you know he's killing it? Do you think you have it, Natalie? No. Let me try. It. Let me read it to Natalie again. See if she can uh, she can get there. Okay. Because you should know this. I think. Maybe. In this, maybe not. It is now. In this hidden role, no, that wasn't an insult to you or your butt or your beautiful, glorious. It was that was just like you might not know this game. I thought you did. All right. In this hidden role, I split. You choose drawing game. Players must figure out who doesn't know how to make a pizza. Natalie, you know the one for sure. Yeah, for sure. So the the hidden hidden, the role, hidden role drawing game. drawing game, where someone doesn't know something. 
Oh, I know what it is. Oh, okay. Let's see. What is it, Natalie? Do you know both of them? Fake artist goes to New York pizza. Uh, New York close. Slice. Very close. Yeah. New, New York Slice. Yes. New York Nicely Slice. Good. Done. Nicely yep. done. Good job. I knew she could get it. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. Number three. You guys ready? Yeah. In this Iron Rails game from Days of Wonder, players must draw train cards to build routes across America and deliver goods. So tickets to ride is one of them. This is one that I'm, I'm not sure. I think Jeff might know this, but I'm not sure. I know Natalie does not know the other game. What's... Can you... Can you say it again? I can. It's not going to help you. In this yeah. Iron Rails game from Days of Wonder, players must draw train cards to build routes across America and deliver goods. Is it routes or routes, by the way? I think it's how you want to Is it either route. or either? <laughs> yeah. Both. Okay. Um, so that's the whole, it, I feel like that whole description is like... Ticket to does ride. Does it end in ticket then? The first game? Or does I'm it not end 100% in, convinced it's ticket it to ride. Start with what if ride? it's like Railways of the World or... But oh. I guess if it's Days of Wonder, that, that is Ticket to Ride. Okay. So I don't understand what the other game is in that. Because yeah. it's not delivering a good. So it's not it's it's the good delivering part that's the other game. Because you're not delivering goods at Ticket to Ride. You're just making routes. Um, all right, read it one more time. True. Okay, here we go. In this Iron Rails game from Days of Wonder, players must draw train cards to build routes across America and deliver goods. Now, see, I, I pronounced it roots that time. Drawing that. train okay. cards. Because in Ticket to Ride, don't you draw route, like, roots? No, you, you, you draw train cards. Colors. Oh, you, you do? Draw train oh. Cards. Yeah, you draw yeah. train cards. Uh, yeah, it honestly just sounds like a game. Yep. Um, I can I can tell you if you want. I, I, you, I think you're going to be like, okay, I think I've heard of that. But, but it's up to you if you want to keep going. Well, is the one game Ticket to Ride? Yes. Okay, okay, it has to be. All right. What game ends in Ticket or is... Ends in ride. Or starts with ride. Um, I don't know. I do think you know the game, but you might not. You want me to just give it to you? Or do you want to come back like, to it? We can come back to it. Riding rails game. Is there a game called Ride the Rails? Is it like uh? Is it? Is that he sounds like? Sounds like you're close. It's another. That that's a new. That Ride the Rails is a new is a new game from capstone so it would be why like are you ticket, making that face is it ride the rails ticket to ride the rails ride and riding say it again rails. ticket to ride the rails ticket to ride the rails yes oh. correct <laughs> you're like uh, saying just job, like Jeff. ticket i know you were ticket like ride the rails ride the rails yes ticket to ride the rails very very that good. sounds like a game just yeah game. you nailed it okay great job number four in this cooperative trick-taking game of city building Players must race to build a three by three city in space. So the crew, right, Natalie? Um, oh. Uh, the crew. I like this one a lot. In this co- uh, the crew. In the this crew. cooperative trick-taking game of city building, players must race to build a three by three city in space. Okay, city building and three by three, Natalie. Is the is, is the that other nine game. tiles canon? What's the re- what's the rest of the name of the crew? I don't know. Search for planet hoo-ha. <laughs> I don't know. Look at it. Find it. Wait, 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 wait. No, can we can we say it was planet hoo-ha? I know. Yeah, planet hoo-ha. <laughs> it is. Okay. <laughs> the crew. The, the search for planet. The quest, the quest for, for planet, planet nine, nine tiles panic. Tiles. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Very, very good. Very good. Very the good. The search for planet hoo-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny? Hoo-ha. <laughs> 
You're gonna miss my hoo-ha. Watch out, hoo-ha. Shark tank, hoo-ha. Yeah. <laughs> shark face. Hoo-ha. Shark face. I also think hoo-ha shark is a is a is a is a vagina term. That, that's the term that I use right. for like it's, your privates, the hoo-ha. Yeah, yeah the hoo-ha. hoo-ha. Okay, number yeah. five. In this worker placement, players must build dungeons, hire monsters, and set traps while gathering heroes to successfully complete missions. Jeff probably knew it before I was even done with that sentence. I can say it again. <laughs> Space. In this know. worker placement game, players okay. must build dungeons, hire monsters, and set traps while gathering heroes to successfully complete missions. These are two games that you love, Jeff. I'll say that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Natalie probably doesn't know. Hire monsters. The first one. Set traps. Okay. Build dungeons while gathering heroes to successfully complete missions. Um, Natalie, I think one is Lords of Waterdeep. Okay. And then if you're building... Is it like Dungeon Lords of Waterdeep? Dungeon Lords nice. of Waterdeep. Yes, sir. Yeah. Very Dungeon good. Dungeon Lords Very is cool good. Game. Yeah, Natalie, in that game, you're the you're the you're the monsters. You're the bad guys in Dungeon yeah, Lords. Yeah, oh, and okay. like the heroes are are like you just like um, fight the heroes off. <laughs> yeah, they're like coming into your dungeon gross, and then you gross, have to like yeah. set traps and kill them. <laughs> it's cool, yeah. It's fun. Alright, number six. Solve murders in Scotland in this app driven tile laying game of expanding your clan's territory. Natalie will not get this. Jeff might. <laughs> I'm, no offense. Yeah. Sorry, baby. Um, well, Sorry, Natalie, baby. Help, me, help me with the uh, help me with the the one game. The, yeah, she'll know one of these. So Solve murders Sherlock? in Scotland <clears throat> in this app-driven tiling game of expanding your clan's territory. Clan's territory. Hmm. So Solve what's the whole murders? name of Sherlock? It might not be Sherlock Holmes, the cons- the pet detective, right? <laughs> yeah, Sherlock Holmes, um, pet detective. Yeah. <laughs> consulting detective. So it would be detective. I'm trying to think. What was the other? Read that one more time. Sorry. Sure. Yep. No, it's fine. Yeah. Solve murders in Scotland in this okay. app-driven tiling game of expanding your clan's territory. Expanding. Is mansions of men? It's like app-driven tiling. What's expanding? Well, so also, <clears throat> if you notice in these, he kind of like, I like the way he put these clues together because it's not like he gives you the clue for one game and then the clue for the next yeah, game. Right, yeah, like, no, they're mixed them, together. them all together. So I think the app-driven, maybe it's not Sherlock Holmes, maybe it's Chronicles of Crime because that's technically not, that's in Europe as well, but what game ends in something, the Chronicles maybe? Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> the Chronic. What <laughs> it have to end in like Chronicles? It could be like it could be a, it could be a colon something 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 Chronicles of Crime. Uh, correct. Uh, I, I, if you don't have it by now, I don't think you're going to get it. Just neither of us have it of uh, this game, and I wouldn't know the I wouldn't have known this was colon Chronicles. So it's Glenmore okay. Two oh, Chronicles yeah, of Crime. Okay, right. That'd have been a tough one to get. Okay, number yeah. seven. <laughs> Romans, barbarians, Egyptians, and Japanese must all trade wood and sheep to claim victory. Natalie can help this with this one. This is a good clue. All creatures big and small. Oh, not Ooh, even nice. close. Yeah, yeah wow. Well, <laughs> well, that's something. No fucking way. X-ray. X-ray. That's all the X words. 
<laughs> say that's all of them. I know, so I'm it was saying. really funny. No, did you say, I think you were like, I think that's all of them. No, There's I no more. Not. There's no more, I got them all. Listen back, I, I remember better than you. X-ray. Yeah, listen back. Okay. Xylophone. So let's do it again. Yeah, that's it. There's no more. Romans, barbarians, yeah. Egyptians, and Japanese must all trade wood and sheep to claim victory. Wood and sheep. Wood and sheep is a stupid Catan or something. Catan? So, yeah. What's that? What's Settlers of Catan? Imperial Settlers of Catan? Boom, Catan? you got it. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Imperial Settlers of You played Imperial Settlers <laughs> yep. before. Yeah, we I just recently so played Imperial Settlers, which he probably doesn't remember a thing about that game. Not but, a thing. You got it right, Natalie. Oh, yeah. So in, in Imperial yeah. Settlers, Natalie, I remember the name, and that's all I need to know. There's Romans, <laughs> Barbarians, Egyptians, and Japanese. Usually, I'll, if we get one game, I can like usually play yeah, like, another like, game. What does it sound alike? Okay, yeah. here we go. <laughs> Spider-Man, Black Widow, Iron Man must work together to help Thor's people place workers to defend Viking villages against monsters. This is a good one. I think I got it. Yes. Okay. What is it, Jeff? I think it's Marvel Champions of Midgard. Marvel Champions nice. of Midgard. Yeah. I, am I like the Carson Daly of this of this episode? <laughs> we watch we watch the voice, and he's literally in the back corner while the judges are doing everything. And once in a while, they'll put the camera on him, and he'll be like, "Woo!" It's a great Whoa. job. Oh, John Legend! Wow! Because well, he's Whoa. not like That's actually like hosting. That's he's just standing in the job. back room by himself. He's alone. Well, he made a name room. for himself on TRL, and now he's that was yeah, TRL twenty five yeah. years ago, and now. Yep. He does. He probably makes ten million dollars going. Woo! Oh, <laughs> you got Ariana. You know, but he's not <laughs> talking to anybody. No one hears him. He does nothing. Well, that Never was him. during the. That's the dream. The uh, audition round. Now that it's in the battle, he still doesn't do anything. He stands on stage now and goes, "Wow, somebody stole!" Woo! Well, he, every time he's like, "So you know, you, you feel that?" Yeah. That's what I want you to know. Natalie James is up for stand. He make he makes sure everyone knows the rules of the voice. <laughs> he does. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Number nine. All right. Um, players compete to impress their king and maintain their noble status by constructing various landmarks by cooperating in a nightmarish world of evil beings. This is a tough Ooh. one. Yeah, this one seems difficult. Jeff knows both of these games. Natalie knows one of them. Neither, none of the three of us have played any of these. Ooh, either, okay. of these, either of these. Envelope, envelope. World of evil being. Man, that first thing is so hard, like it just impressing the king. Like, yeah, so that's, players that's compete a... to impress their king and maintain their noble status by constructing various landmarks by cooperating in a nightmarish world of evil beings. Do I know the king one or the evil beings one? Uh, I think you know the I think you know the king one. Evil beings. It's not like Jeff knows because you're both. You're cooperative in the evil beings yes. game. I'll say that. Um, yes. You're. It's not like a descent because we've played that. Um, unless it's like new. Okay. How about another clue? I can give you another clue. The evil beings game that Jeff is talking about. Joe owns it. Ooh. ooh. Joe owns. And only Joe. Actually, I think Ben might own it as well. Oh, it's like, okay. Evil being might be Kingdom Death Monster. Okay. So, what ends in Kingdom? Um, Key to the Kingdom Death Monster. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That would be so great. Pick a number and roll it. Yeah, pick a number and roll it in the Nightmares. (laughs) Key to the Kingdom Death Monster. Um, Flip the board over in this. uh, (laughs) Unfold the board. Uh, Yeah. 
So something kingdom, Natalie. It ends in kingdom. What games end in kingdom? Because it's probably not, hmm. unless it and starts with monster. Well, you said I've never game. played it. All right, here's my next clue. But you know it. Hadrian's Wall. That's my clue. Oh, we... Uh, oh, one of the architects. West. Architects of the West Kingdom Death yeah. Monster. Got it. Yep, yep. All right. That's it. Architects that of the West Kingdom some, Death Monster. Those clues pushed us in the... Yeah, well, I mean, like, People, I, I think, think that, I mean, I'm okay right with that, right? Because you're not just, you don't, we're you not, like, played those. We don't, with them. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. People, people listening would have, like, they would have nailed that right. Yeah, yeah they probably, probably right, got exactly. away before they, us. They, well, maybe not Kingdom Death Monsters, but Architects. Stupid idiots. Everybody yeah. plays that. All right, here we go. Number 10. Outperform your railroad rivals with shares, auctions, track building, and deliveries in this worker placement set in the time of hunters, gatherers, and love hunts. Jeff will have a chance. Love Natalie won't hunts. have a chance. Of hell, you With can go either upstairs one. To the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I clean the shower. Jeff, I think you can get this if he gets the one. Um, and the toilet. Okay, set in. You'll get the next one. We got the love hut. <laughs> got the okay. love hut. Yeah, okay, I can read again. Outperform your railroad. Your rail. Why is this? This is like a, a tongue, tongue twister. twister. Outperform your well road rivals. <laughs> Outperform your rail your rail. You're like <laughs> Outperform your railroad rivals with shares, auctions, track building, and deliveries in this worker placement game set in the time of hunters, gatherers, and love hunts. Man, um, love huts. How do you make more workers? Caverna? Does Caverna have love huts? I play Caverna. No. He said I don't know these. Oh, you don't know either of those games? Natalie has probably not heard of either of these. Jeff oh, actually crap. just talked about one of these games in our worker placement episode. Oh, my God. Oh, yes, boy. yes, 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 yes. I got to start listening to our episodes. Here's Well, here's a clue. Maybe it's a stupid <laughs> giveaway clue. It. No, let me let, let, read you it one more time. stop again? Okay, yeah, okay. Just read it one more time. Outperform yeah. your railroad rival. With shares, auctions, track building, and deliveries in this worker placement game set in the time of hunters, gatherers, and love huts. Railroad rivals. What a stinky! What a stinky cup mean anything to you, Jeff? Stinky cup. <laughs> what? A stinky cup? Like a cup to cover your dick? We okay, We all saw that video it. in 2002. <laughs> no one needs a stinky cup. In the disgusting. first edition of one of these games, there is a component that comes with it, and it fucking stunk. Oh. <laughs> and it was a very, like, famously, infamously, maybe, component of this particular entry-level worker uh, placement game. Dude, what's the stinky cup game? I don't know. I do know, as soon as someone says it. You know. What um, if I said caveman? Would that help you? Uh, like Stone Age. Ah. Okay, Stone Age Stinky Cup. Stinky Cup Stone Age. <laughs> yep, Stone Age Stinky Cup. <laughs> so. Okay, let me let me do it again. Outperform your well world rivals with shared options, track building, and yeah. deliveries in this worker placement set in the time of Hunter's Gathering. Did I get it? What'd you say? You got it, yeah. I said Stone Age of Industry. No, but that would be awesome. Oh. It's actually Stone Age of Steam. Age of Steam. Oh. Yeah, Age of Steam. But good. Oh, yeah. That was good. Fuck age good okay, number 11, Natalie, this, is, this is yours. Dope. Natalie, you're going to get this one. Players collect cards to build skyscrapers in the Big Apple in the early 20th century while giant monsters vie for fame or dominance over New York in this dice roll. Um, 
Is that it? Oh, you might not know. They King rethemed of, King of Tokyo, New York, 1901. Well, they rethemed King of Tokyo to King of New. You, 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 yes, you have King it. Just York, don't don't say Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, don't say Tokyo. Oh. King of New York, 1901. Yeah, King yeah, of New York, 1901. <laughs> very, very good. All right. Uh, you ready, Jeff? And Natalie yep. for number twelve. Yeah. Did yep. you know that one, Jeff? Yeah. Awesome. Number twelve. Help slaves escape in this colorful roll and write team. Um, I think I got it. Okay. I figured he would get this instantly. Um, there's a game called Freedom. Freedom the Underground Railroad, Inc. You got Railroad, it, my friend. Yeah. Freedom the Underground Underground Railroad, Inc. Very good. All right, number 13. That's Gather. a good game. Yeah, that is a good game. It's a dude. really good game. That's a good game. We haven't played that I know. ever. Freedom. I yeah. got rid of my copy. Bill, had, Bill bought it like instantly when we played it, which was shocking to me. Yeah, that is crazy. But that yeah, was, that's a, good, a cool good game. game. It's a heavy theme, but a good, a good, a good game. Done for well, sure. Okay. All right. Two more. Number thirteen. Gather your Viking crew in order to plunder seas and lands for glory in this unsuccessful legacy game. Ooh, unsuccessful. Gather your Let's Viking see. crew in order to plunder seas and lands for glory in this unsuccessful legacy game. What was a shitty legacy game? Yes. Yes. Good question. Shitty legacy games. games. Shit legacy. Fortunately, there aren't too many legacy Pandemic games. Pandemic legacy? Huh? Pandemic legacy? No, You're adorable. That was like the number one game on Board one. Game Geek for like this two years. Was Sky... <laughs> no, not... Um, <laughs> what's that game you were going to get at Gen Con? You're very close, Jeff. That like just flopped at Gen Con, right? Yeah. Um, this past Gen Con? No, 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 no. no, no, no. It's can, old. Uh, this, it this was like... This, uh, here's your clue. This might have been the third legacy game ever right like uh like if risk legacy is the first pandemic legacy is the second this might have been the first. shit nally what's it called it's like fall fall uh you oh my no. god he's like damn it Inc- your target's uh, too big man <laughs> it's too big it's too you big. got you're like dancing around the sea i feel like it has fallen it there's like a big boat it sure does it. um has a big boat fucking watery <laughs> The water. <laughs> um, In my head, I just keep like the word "spy fall" just keeps running through my head. Okay, yeah. same it's amount not. of letters. Same. I know. First. I know it has an S. I know. Yes, it has an S. Skyfall. Uh, no. No, it's not Skyfall or Spyfall. It's Seafall. Yeah. Seafall. Seafall. Okay, so Seafall. Okay. Very good. Seafall. Is the game oh. okay? And then it's uh, yes. <laughs> this Viking one. That would end in C. Right. Uh, I know. Uh, Natalie knows. Is it, is it one of those, like, viscounts? Ooh, that's five counts, but okay. I... <laughs> <laughs> it's a really viscous game. Viscounts of the Western Sea? Did I just make that Yeah, up? you made that up. That's not a game. That, that, okay, I'll play that game. Vis, viscounts of the Western Sea. You know what's the best that part about that, Jeff? Not it. She was like, oh, I fucking got it. Yeah. She was like, I got it. Here it is. Nailed it. of the Western Nailed Sea. Nailed it. Land versus Sea. Land versus Sea fall. Uh, that that would make sense. Do you know what, Jeff? Or do you What's the know? Vikings like? There's Vikings on board. I'm trying oh, to think so of the Vikings. Gather your theme. Viking crew in order to plunder seas and lands for glory in this unsuccessful legacy game. And you have Seafall. Shit. So yeah, Seafall which... is the legacy game. What if I gave you a direction? North. Does that sea. help, Jeff? 
North, like, Raiders of the North Sea yeah. fall. fall. Yeah, Raiders <laughs> yeah. of the North Sea fall. Very fall. good. Very good. Very good one. Good, good teamwork. Good teamwork. Yeah, you're teaming it. All right, the last one. Oh, whoops, I almost read part of the answer. That's good. He said unsuccessful legacy game, too. He knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. knows, but it that was good. It, it was <laughs> like very, Bombed very, hard. like, everyone was like, I cannot fucking wait for this game. Holy shit. It's like, it's because Risk Legacy and Pandemic Legacy were legacy games built on a, a pre existing IP. Yeah. Right? Seafall was like its own brand new game. And man, did it. People tried wow. to, like, make it, like, make, like, oh, no, it's good. Which is like what people did with, like, one of the Metallica albums and it didn't work. Okay, here we go. Oh Number 14. <laughs> you and your fellow Gryffindors must work together aboard a spaceship to determine who is secretly a Death Eater. That's great. It's such a great clue. That is such a great clue. Is secretly a Death Eater? Yeah. That's from you Harry eat, Potter. You eat death. Yes, you eat a death. A Death Eater is in Harry Potter. So, I'll read it again. I, I, think, right. I, I think you can get this. I think I got it. Oh, you already got it? Okay. Re- well, read it again. I'll read it one more time. You, I think this is the coolest clue. You and your fellow Gryffindors must work together aboard a spaceship to determine who is secretly a Death Eater. What do you think okay. it is, Jeff? I got it. Okay. Um, I had to write it down. <laughs> um, just so I got it right. All right. Harry Potter, Hogwarts, Battlestar Galactica. Fuck yes. Nice. <laughs> Harry Potter, Hogwarts, Battlestar yeah. Galactica. What a cool way to end it. I that thought was that was a good the one. coolest clue when I was, when I was reading through yeah. these. So yeah, because it's like secretly... You. To Plurpy. A Death Eater. Yeah, Steven, thanks, Steven man. for coming great. in the clutch. That was a gr- Man, he like knocked that one out. Uh, the last three games. Those are fun. Like, why did I ever even do games? These people are just like. <laughs> so other these, people would eventually do games Yeah, for so eventually us. other yeah. people could do it. Yeah, exactly. That, man, they did They did such a great job. Yeah, that's great. Uh, all heaps of praise to be ushered unto Steven Plurpy. Thank you, man. Yes. That was awesome. That, was, that almost seemed like a church thing to say. All heaps unto praise and heaps you. Heaps of praises no. unto Stephen Furby. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. We're going to go right. Boom, boom, boom. boom One boom. segment to the next. We are going onward. So I should have teased this earlier in the episode. I didn't. I'm karate chopping the table every five seconds. I don't know why. <laughs> Bam. Yeah, I'm just like, ha-ya, ha-ha, ha-ha. Yeah. Okay. So last episode, you may remember, if you uh, listened to it, we did the nominees for our first ever Game Casters Awards. Yay. Okay, we came up with 10 categories for these awards. Jeff, Natalie, and I went through and gave our nominees for all of these. Okay, sometimes we had crossover, sometimes not. I forgot about this. What we did was, after that, me and Jeff on our Instagram stories, we posted all of the nominees and said to our Instagram followers, hey, we here's our three nominees. Of these nominees in these categories, we want you guys to vote for the overall winner. Okay, so... The panel of judges or whatever was Natalie, <laughs> Jeff, and I. Natalie, Jeff, and me. And yep. you guys out there determined the winners from those games. Are you laughing because I'm saying the same thing 100 times in a row? Yeah, and also you're just like correcting your own grammar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you got to. Okay, someone's got to fucking do it. <laughs> All right, so here we go. So we're gonna we're gonna reveal now the winners of the Gamecasters 2021 awards, starting with the best filler game. Yay! Do you guys want to hear what the nominees were? Sure. The nominees were okay. Jeff came in with Overboss. All right, I came in hot with Rolling Realms. And Natalie said 10. 10. Okay. Now, we had a tie 
in this one. Oh, really? There was a tie with 12 votes apiece. Don't tell me how many votes because then it seems like we don't have enough. With 1,200 votes. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, there's an implied million. After yeah. yeah, of course. It's of in course, thousands. Of it's a million. The million is implied. What's that? What'd you what? say? I said it's in thousands. That's how we do our financial Oh, sorry. The, the thousands is implied. If it says 12, okay. it means 12,000. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the ties were between Rolling Realms and 10. Really? So Rolling Realms and 10 have they won. Win. They both win. Yeah, we're going to, win. Natalie is going to create some stickers, she said, uh, for the GameCast Awards, and we're going to oh. put them on every box of this we see. So if we come to your house and you have a box, you That's better fair. be careful because we're going to put a sticker on this. Watch out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We move on to the best middleweight game. Oh, also, uh, congratulations to Rolling Realms and 10. Yay. Yay. Congratulations. Okay. Here we go. Best middleweight game. <clears throat> Jeff uh, came in with Cryo. I had Hadrian's Wall, and Natalie came in with the hot take Cascadia. Yep. <laughs> which got a lot of votes. Really? Yes. Not quite enough to dethrone Hadrian's Wall as the best middleweight game. Congratulations, Ooh. Hadrian's Wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we move on to the best strategic game of the year. Jeff gave this one to Bitoku. Um... And me and Natalie both said Hadrian's Wall. Continue to suck off Hadrian's Wall. And Hadrian's middleweight Wall and gets sucked so off it gets by everybody. And strategic game. So strategic Bull is not heavy, shit. right? But it's, it's definitely strategic. So yeah. congratulations to Hadrian's Wall, Jeff. I think you'll understand when we play. I get it. At when we play, you'll, but it's okay you if you want to be angry it. about these because it is funny. No, it's fine. Okay. You want me to? I'll get it, if you want to, it's up to you. If you want to, no one's gonna pick any game that I picked, so it's fine. That's not true. Well, the next game definitely. I mean, I mean, wait a minute. It might be true. We have the most innovative game. Jeff and Natalie came in there and said destinies. And Ryan selected the winner of this category. Mind management. Congratulations. Mind management wins most innovative game. Yay. Really? You clapped for that. <laughs> yes. That's you surprising. Clap. That was the closest. More this was innovative the, than destiny? This was the closest um, of the two. Yep. It won with... The implied million. <laughs> there was there was a lot of million. votes for that one. It won by it won by two million votes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's not a lot. Um, okay, I mean, best cooperative lot. game. Jeff said uh, unsettled. No one's played that game, so that's okay. I said the initiative, and then Natalie came in hot with the resounding winner of the most cooperative <laughs> game, Tranquility. Congratulations oh. to Tranquility. Yay. <laughs> you're clapping so funny. What do you mean? I don't know. You're like, like when I clap, I don't know how you guys clap. I clap kind of like a T, like I clap one hand into the side of the other hand. Yeah. Or like, you know, like Natalie is clapping with both of her hands. Oh, exactly just like, like, yeah. like, like symbols. A, like, like a monkey. Like well, the, like the she has two symbols. Just when you do yeah. like the little one, it's, it's soft. It's just funny know. looking. It's like, it's just funny. <laughs> it's funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Most thematic game. Um, Natalie came in with Rolling Realms, another hot take. <laughs> that was a why are all my hot takes? <laughs> oh. That's my nice way of saying maybe they don't totally fit. That's not right. <laughs> I'm sure I some people picked every it. Fiber of my being, but you did, and you did get a couple votes. And one person even said, "You know what?" At first, I was like, "What the hell?" And then I was like, "You know what? Maybe not." What the hell? That's what somebody said. Seriously? So, yeah. Are so you, you got somebody, huh? You made that up. I think it was Swoozle. I think he was like, you know what? I I see it, and I and I think he voted for you. 
So. I like you, Swoozle. I like you, Swoozle. <laughs> so uh, Natalie said Rolling Realms. <laughs> um, I said Mind Management. And Jeff came in with the winner of this category, resounding winner, Destinies. Congratulations, Destinies. Destinies, theme, go theme. Most thematic game. Very good. Uh, The best artwork. Okay. Um, We had a, I had an honorable mention I wrote in. Yeah. Yeah. And people could vote for it, uh, Sleeping Gods, which did get a couple votes. Um, My pick was Mind Management. Jeff's pick, I think, was Oath. Yep. Yeah. Which both of all three of these lost in a landslide to Bitoku. As they should have. Yeah. yeah, as Bitoku they should have. cleaned they house. I honestly thought Sleeping Gods might I know that rival it. Oath actually art. had the second most votes here. People um, love Oath. Yeah, the, art, the Bitoku like. though, I mean Bitoku had like quadruple more than anybody else. Yeah. That was millions. Like, it was like, <laughs> million, quadruple quadruple. Millions. millions. Yeah. <laughs> so congratulations to Bitoku. For best artwork. All right, we move on to best two-player game. Uh, Jeff said Canopy. Bum, 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 bum. Yep. And Natalie and I both went with, again, the resounding winner, uh, Land versus Sea. I think maybe people haven't played Canopy as much. Yeah, it Land hasn't, hasn't got as out there as much. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah so Land versus Sea wins. Congratulations to Land versus Sea. And then our game of the year. What about party game? Did I not do party game? No, no. you didn't. Oh, I, I skipped right over it. I skipped right over it. Thank you. Uh, okay, I, that was after thematics. Okay, Good thing someone's party track. Game. Sorry, sorry. Natalie <laughs> and Jeff both picked Night of the Ninja. But you guys, so Clover won by about 10 million votes. It shouldn't have. Here. <laughs> I disagree. I'm, I'm completely I dis- disagreeing why? with the You must have world. not played it. I, 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 I really I like think, Clover. I really do, too. No, I really like I it, too. I feel like people would say Night of the Ninja. I think people have played, more people have played So Clover, so it's going to make them vote for that. That's possible. Night of the Ninja having a smaller release um, and then maybe not getting out until later. later, But Yep. I I personally liked So Clover better. Well, it's hard to compare those two. You can't really compare them. But I'm also not Uh, in in the like, I don't, when I think of party game, I also don't think of So Clover. Like that doesn't come to the, my brain. Yeah, so that's but. that's that was the only kind of thing when I when I picked that game. I feel like it's a party game, but it's not. I, I understand it's not. A, it doesn't play a ton, so it's not a. It's not a, maybe a party game in the traditional sense. Yeah. Nevertheless, party game. Uh, Soul yep. Clover wins party game of the year, and so then we go to game of the year. Natalie picked mind management with her third hot take of the. Li- I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a good one. Jeff went with Bitoku, which is part of why I'm super excited to hear what he has to say about the next play. And and everyone sucked off Hadrian's and, Wall and again. And the 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 game of the year goes to Hadrian's Wall. Congratulations, Hadrian's Wall, winning thirty percent of the categories. Oh snap! This year, so that was the. The hot game of the year. So uh, we had a lot of a lot of uh, good stuff here, though. Rolling Realms in ten, right? Winning one. Yeah. Um, Hadrian's all winning three. Mind Management winning most innovative and kind of an upset over Destinies there. Yeah. Tranquility killed it in best cooperative game. I think that's cool. That's yeah, probably once yeah. I, I didn't play Unsettled, but I think I did have more fun playing Tranquility. That Tranquility was a game where I wanted to just rack it. Over and over again. Until we yeah, it's, yeah. No, it's a definitely a good one. Yeah. Um, most thematic game, no surprise there. Destinies wins that one. My management was kind of close to it, but 
Destiny's definitely took that. Uh, so Clover, it was very close in So Clover Night of the Ninja at first. Uh, they were like, it was like every other. It was like Night of the Ninja, Night of the Ninja, So Clover, So Clover, Night of the Ninja, Night of the Ninja, So Clover. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there was like five or six So Clovers in a row that Night of the Ninja had trouble catching up. Um, Bitoku, of course, winning best artwork. Although I was kind of surprised that it won by as much as it did. Sure. Because Bitoku's so new. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't really know much about it. I guess you just see the art, the, the box that's an, cover. That's an easy one to vote that you haven't played. I think maybe because right. like all these other ones, it's like, sure. well, I haven't played my management, so I'm going to vote for this one. But with art, it's yeah. like I'm looking at it. That's right. another thing that hurt some of these games, I would say. Like for sure, Canopy got hurt for that. Yeah, um, I picked. I kind of picked some off the wall a little bit. Um, no, I like that. That's like with, with Unsettled not getting a lot of, yeah, they're hot takes. Unsettled <laughs> is not getting played a ton. It's like just got out to backers a couple months ago and is a, yeah. like no, a I think that's cool. heavier game. Oath is also like, I just picked that for the colors. Um, yeah, Canopy yeah. not getting out to a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. hopefully it brought a little bit of awareness to these games. So congratulations yeah. to the winners of the first Woo-hoo! ever Game Casters Awards. I love that we have the people involved. I think it's really fun that we bring the nominees and the people select the winners based on our nominees. I think that's really cool. Yeah, We'll do that again next year for Shao. Now, we yeah. move on to the last segment of the show. We are doing our top five lists. Now, what I like about this list is we are doing a list. Usually our lists are... They're not always... Super helpful. I feel like this list could be helpful in a way that, you know, maybe saying my favorite Euro game that's not a Euro game or, you know, a game I'm smart at, you know, is not super helpful. Euro game that's not a Euro game is actually kind of helpful. But this one (laughs) is top five games that set up really quickly. Games that you can just kind of jump into and get going. And this is a really interesting thing for me. Because in an age where Natalie and I just don't play games as often as, as we used to, right? A good way to get us to play games is to have a game where it's super quick to set up. That really helps. So I figured we could recommend some games to you all that set up is super quick in case you are like us and time is a premium. Okay? There's millions of these games. But here are our picks. Um, let's. I want to go uh, Jeff, Natalie, me this time. So, okay. Jeff, when you're ready, do you want to start us off? Okay. So, um, <laughs> there are a lot of games that are just easy to set up. I so think, many. like, all roll and writes. Sure. Right? Like, every roll and write is yeah. easy. Right. That's probably, like, okay, for the most part, every roll and write is easy to kind of set up. A lot of card games are also very easy to, for sure. to set up. Um, I'm going to try to go with some games that are maybe not um, I did in the same that so genre. Obvious. Yep, I did the same um, so my number five is a game called Isle of Sky. Um, oh yeah, I love that game. It's one of like it's 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 one of my favorite in that sort of auctiony bidding type of thing. Um, but really, when you're setting that game up, um, all the tiles are just like in a bag, and everyone gets a starting tile and a player screen. Um, boom, and you know some yeah. Money, figure right? out the end game goals um, and then boom. Yeah, and and that's one of the games where you're you're building right. You're building what's there, so everything starts in a bag by itself that you put in the in the box, and then you take the bag out and you're ready to kind of play because you're drawing from the bag blindly. For sure. Um, there's no setup of like make six stacks and split them up. It's just like you're kind of ready. So that's a game that is easy to get to the table, easy to just whip out. And that's up. a great game too. Isle of Sky. Yeah, that's a good game. It's not a game you probably want to play with two, but it's a but no. that is a really cool game. Yeah. 
All right, Natalie, Natalie. what you got? Minus what is five, your number five? Um, is Las Vegas. Oh, good. Call. Yeah, that's a good, good that's one. That's all you got to yeah. do is put out the money in the row and roll some dice. Yep. You're, then you're ready. It's that simple. Yeah. Dice rolling hilarity. Yeah. Fun game. Fun. Four rounds. Get the most money. Boom, you're done. Game over. Put that shit away. Get to bed. Fuck a lot. Boom. Boom. <laughs> all right. Number five for me. I have 10 written down here. And I, I was like, I you didn't all stop of at these. Five? I know I didn't stop at five because I could. That's I felt impressive. like I couldn't. I know I have a ton of honorable mentions. Yeah, so yeah, we'll too. go and we will go through our honorable mentions. So these aren't even necessarily in order. Number five for me: if you are looking to get into a crime game, <laughs> <laughs> um, there are certainly a ton of amazing ones out there. Jeff could list off a hundred of them because he's played probably every single one that's come to market. <laughs> The very Popular. original one that we used to play a long time ago is probably the least amount of setup, mm. I would say. And this is Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. It's literally just a book. And then there's some newspapers and, you know, yeah. somebody can write down some clues. But you just take the book and you start reading and then everyone listens and then just talks about what to do next. And that's it. There is no like, OK, now you get this sheet to do and you here's your character card and let's put all these components on the board. It's just the books. You just read the books and go through it and try to figure it out. And you suck and you do worse than Sherlock and it's fun for yep. the first hour. And so if you're looking to get into a crime game and you don't have maybe like, you know, you want to cut down on some setup time, go for Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. Jeff, what is your number four? I'm subbing it out because Sherlock Holmes was my number four. Oh, um, damn. Sorry, man. Also in the crime genre, if again, you're looking to just grab something, those new like um, – those case file things they're at you can find them at like target stuff they're just yeah. like literally it's just like you open a folder and shit's just there right um, <laughs> yeah Didn't so that's that's again there's no setup uh, yeah okay. joe's joe's yeah. played them I and mean, i think he you have one. right i think he gave us um one. so i'm gonna sub in and out um there okay. is i need to be specific with this one between two castles okay um is a much better setup than between two cities really um, okay and that is the reason for that is because inside of the between two castles box is a um game tray ah, and the game trays fit the number of tiles that you are grabbing each round um so you grab nine tiles the stack is in nine you take the nine tiles and then you draft them oh man that's huge so then at the end of the game the the, the cleanup is a little more frustrating because at the end of the game you're cleaning them up shuffle the tiles together put them back in the box and then when you're ready to play you open up the box and they're there well that's um, our next list then clean <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's for a different list game. So this is, yeah, this yeah. Is, uh, um, but yes the the setup is great because again you're grabbing those tiles as, that was a little annoying with between two cities where you're kind of just like throwing the tiles in a box yes, in and the box, grabbing the what you need box, and are they yeah. flipped over are they not um, these being pre uh, set stacks uh, sets the game up a lot easier. So that's my number four between two casts. Freaking awesome. Natalie, about you? My number four You wake over there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sagrada. Awesome. Just, yes, I can swap something out. Just, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we just played this the other day and basically you just put your card inside the slot mm. and um, you put out <laughs> a few, you know, uh, the end game scoring cards and then like the special power cards and that's like basically it. To and that it takes up. two seconds. Right. Yeah, it's it nothing. Takes it takes one. quicker to do it than it said for you to say. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> that's a. I, that, I love that. That's on. That's on my list too. I love Good that. Good answer. Good answer. That's a perfect game that sets up very quickly. Okay. Cool. Number four for me, um, is a game that I used to talk about all the time, but I it, it just got a re-release in a big box format, and I hope that people play this game more. And it's called Hansa Teutonica. This is a Euro uh, cube pushing game, but literally the setup is just the board, 
And then you have a little player board that you put cubes on top of your player board. And then there's like two things you see the board with, like like these dinner plate tiles. You just put a couple of them out there and you're ready to go. And that's it. And then the yeah. whole game is just the players playing each other. And it's it's that simple. And it's a very quick game, uh, all told. And this, the setup is like nothing. So if you're looking for a nice meaty Euro game in the middle of the heavyweight area, I would say Hansa Teutonica is a really good one that you can play very quickly because the setup is not deterrable. It's very good. It's very <laughs> yeah. good. Jeff, that's, what about a, that's you? a great answer because some of those games were... You know, you're playing on a map. You have to like, like you said, seed the board with all this stuff. Yeah, you got to put like. I so like the ones where there. you kind of start with the stuff. So it's like the setup is: here's your bag of stuff. Yep. And then we're gonna seed you're right. the board. Then you seed and the then, board. Yeah. Where like a game like Orleans has like the longest setup of all time because yeah, where you're put like all those fucking components on the and the map, little man. people on the right spots. Yeah, it's like right? that sucks. <laughs> so that's a long, that's yes. a long setup. So that's my number four, Hadrian's Wall. Or I mean, <laughs> fucking Hans. It's always like Hadrian's that. Wall. I know, I saw the H there. That's like Hadrian's Wall. All right, Jeff, what is your number Can't three? Get out of his brain. Uh, my number three is uh, a game that I think we all really love. Maybe minus Natalie. All two of us. Yeah. Uh, called Letters from Whitechapel. Damn it, that's my number three. Damn. All right. That's um, cool. That's good. That's amazing. Letters from Whitechapel is easy. Open up the box, pull the map out, and you're ready. Yeah, ready like, to go. There is there is no there is no seat in the board. The board is just a gigantic map. You just look at it. Yep. You you put the little police the <laughs> you police put the tokens out. out once, don't you? And then Yeah, the prostitutes and then yeah, the police. Yeah. Um, but that takes but two again, like two seconds. Nothing. So um Another really, that's another really good, like, meaty, like, longer game. Like, a lot of these games out on this list that are quick to set up tend to be, like, quicker games. Like, Las Vegas is, like, super quick. It's, like, a quick and, like, like filler game. But, like, you know, Letters from Whitechapel is, like, a a main course. Yeah. You know, so that's, like, a really, that's really, that's really cool. entree. Yeah, it's an entree. So, if you like hidden movement style games. That's it. Again, that can play quickly. Reach for Letters from Whitechapel. All right, Natalie, what's your number three? Great choice, Jeff. My number three, kind of like some of Jeff's, it's kind of because um, the tiles come in their own slots in the box, and this game is called number nine. All right, number nine. Man, I just wrote that one down as a sub. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, that's great, Natalie. Good answer. That's a fantastic pick. That one's you'd basically just open the box, pull out the cards, and then... Flip it and then put Flip the thing down. Get the tiles as yeah, needed. Yeah, everyone's yep. pulling the tiles from the box. Right. Yep. And yep. then put them back. <laughs> yep, and then put it back right in the box. Yeah, it's a very good yeah, uh, setup and cleanup game. <laughs> nice, yeah, good job. nice pick. Okay, number, uh, we're on number three. Number three for yes. me, I'm going to switch out here. So, okay, this one is a card. It's more of a, it's a card game, which we talked about earlier. I said I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway because there are so many deck building games out there. And one of the reasons that I love ascension specifically is because of its setup time it's literally if you get chronicles of the god slayer i mean you can get a shit ton of uh, different expansions and there's different stuff but if you just get chronicles of the god slayer maybe the 10th anniversary edition that just came out um it's a good one it is literally just a deck of cards that you put in the middle you get your own hand of cards and then you go that's it it like legendary is great right um Dominion, great, but there's a lot of setup you have to do before you. Yeah, there's play different those. piles of cards. Piles of cards. That. You got to like make decks. You got to do all this kind of stuff uh, for a lot of these things. You have to pick all this crap. Uh, Thunderstone, you know. Also, a, that's a it's a great a game, setup. but man, is that a long setup and it's annoying. Yeah. But Ascension gives you the same awesome deck building feel 
with no setup at all. It is so quick to get that game up and running. And I, I thought it was a good game to put on this list just simply because if you're looking to add a deck builder to your collection and you're looking for a reason to get one over the other, you're hemming and hawing, look for Ascension if you want a game that is super, super, super simple and quick to get going. Once you know the rules. Very, very simple. So that's my number three, Ascension. Jeff, round number two, man. Nice. That Ascension was on my honorable mentions. I cool. thought that was that that's the deck, the the fast deck builder. Right. Um my number two is I gotta do a little swappy swappy. My number two is a game that we kind of I think just talked about, um, called Quadropolis. Ah, um, nice. And I thought you were gonna be like letters from Whitechapel again. <laughs> yeah, again. It's very good. We literally um, just talked about it. Uh and what's again to one of my points and then Natalie's point again, the Putting it back in the box, there's those uh, years or eras or the four rounds. Those are separated in the yep, box. That's so, so you cool. You take those out, you shuffle them up, you put them on the board. Um, and the, this, the first round setup is quick. And then you're kind of like setting the the, the board, the main board, every single round. Um, but everybody just gets their own player board and these four tiles. And then you put the board, the, the tiles out on the board and then you're ready to go. Um, and again, with them separated in the box, it's, it's a quick setup. And a game that has a little more depth and and yeah, there's uh, more meat on the bones. Yeah, than some of those other sort of just placing tiles and getting points for surrounding things that has that cool bidding auctiony kind of mechanic as well. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. I didn't even think of that one. Awesome. All right, Natalie, what is your number two? My number two is a game we picked up at Gen Con this year called Land vs. Sea. Oh yeah, that's how my honorable mentions as well. Yep. I'm yeah, same kind of thing. You just open up the box. All the tiles are kind of in there and you don't have to take them out spread them around or do anything really with them you just leave them in there and pick the tiles from the piles for sure pick the tiles from the piles Tiled so miles. i gotta pick the top from the pile yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great that's a great choice and uh also was on my honorable mentions mm -hmm. list number me two for me um is a game that jeff and i found at the gen con that we went to Yep. And it is a little tiling three-player game called Saikatsu. Oh yeah, that was on my on my list as well. Very very cool. This yep. um this is I I like putting this game on here because I still think it's a game that not enough people know about, and so I'm always interested in, in uh, letting people know about games they maybe haven't heard of. So it's a very cool tiling game about birds. Very pretty. It's very pretty, and it, and it it came out in the same year um as um. What the hell is that game, Jeff? Uh, photosynthesis. So oh, yeah. uh, the reason I'm saying that is because it, this game is about perspective. The way you're looking at the board is uh, the way your stuff will score. And so if you're, the player to your right is looking at the board in a different way, so the tiles are going to score differently for them than they are for you. And it's just these awesome bake light circle tiles. And they're just in a bag. And then you just pick them out and put them on the board. Like Jeff was saying, you're seeding, you are seeding the board throughout the game by laying the tiles. And it's just, you put the board out and get the, get the bag and you're ready to go. And it's that simple. And that's called Saikatsu. I was hoping you were going to say that, or I think I might have subbed that in for my number one. Awesome. Um, so my number one is, I, is a legacy game that is easy to set up. Really? Um, called, called My City. Awesome. Um, mm -hmm. That game is is the legacy game that people can actually finish. Um, <laughs> if you are like anti legacy game because you can't finish it because the setup is Gloomhaven and it's just a fucking beast, <laughs> or you gotta or you gotta play it fifty times, right? Like this game, it's twenty four plays. 
and you're playing it three times at once. So it's it's eight it's eight plays. Um, because really, like you sit down for an hour and a half, you're gonna play it. You play it three times through a chapter. Sure, there's eight yeah. chapters. So, and again, the setup is: open the box, you shuffle the polyomino deck of cards. Everybody gets their player board and their bag of pieces, and that's it. Right, and then you flip a card um, and start playing. And and like we've said, you're seeding your board, right? So it's 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 kind of like you're building it yeah. instead of building it before and then doing something to it. Right. Um. So that's a legacy game. I, I'm only two two chapters away, six plays away from finishing that one, and that'll get finished uh, probably in the next few months. Wow, so. very cool. My very cool. city. My one. city. That's a good pick. All right, Natalie, what is it? Number one. Number one is a cool little game called Shobu. Oh, nice. Cool. An abstract There's just not game. a lot of components in this game. You just... Just some fucking some stones. stones on the thing yeah. and you put put a rope in the middle Themeless and there you go. <laughs> yep. Yep. But it's actually really fun. It is. I love that it's game. It's interesting and different. I played with Ryan. He let me win that one time. He, no, he, you, you, I, I like thought I, I was like, I got him. And then I was like, oh shit, he can just do that. And you were like, I'll do this. And I was like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> that game is so awesome. I love yeah, that game a, a lot. One. We should play that more often. That's a great, yeah, that's a should. great pick. Number one for me. Um, is a game I accidentally blurted out earlier, <laughs> and it is Hadrian's Wall, our 2021 <laughs> Game of the Year winner. This game is just, I mean, okay, we talked. Jeff talked about roll and rights. This is like the heaviest blank and write game. There's a lot of components. Again, I got a karate chopping the table. Um, <laughs> but at the beginning of the game, you just get two big sheets of paper in front of you, a little board, a deck of cards, and then you're that's it. You go, and then mm-hmm. a pen, and then a pen. So it, this is a very heavy game. It's deceptively heavy. When I'm going to explain it, it's going to take a little bit of time to go through everything. Sure. Um, you know, because it, there's a lot of stuff to do, but the setup is almost nothing. I this mean, there's is like your modern day Star Wars Destiny. I'm excited to try it. It's You're good. Like, um, for this year, I, I think it. it's the best game I've played in a while. Um, I hope that you enjoy it. I hope that, you know, yeah, I'm not overhyping <laughs> it. Um, but I think it's, I think it's very special. I think he'll enjoy it. Cool. Well, part of, I mean, I, so here's the thing. It wasn't like it came out of nowhere. Like I wanted to play this. Yeah. I just sure. didn't think I would like it as much as I did. There was so many moments in the game where I was like, oh my, well, you know, my favorite thing is I do this to get that, to get this, then I can do this. Then oh my God, if I yeah. do that and get that yeah. and get that, then I do this. And that's all Hadrian's Wall is all about. That's like the whole game mm-hmm. is yeah. just that. And so. It's that's the very, best part very, of rolling rights. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's the greatest part, yeah. and that's all this game. Right. That's like yeah. why rolling rights. Are so I fun. remember when I didn't know anything about it, and I saw the pads of paper on the table, and I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> wow, what's going on here?" Natalie's <laughs> like, "I'm yeah. an accountant. I like all these papers." Yeah, exactly. Because they are very spreadsheety. Yeah. You take all the artwork <laughs> yeah. away, you know. Okay, so what are honorable mentions for you guys? I had code names. Um, or a- any any of the codenames. Yeah, great. Um, which on okay on a side note, Devin and I played Codenames Duet, which I yeah hell yeah um, finally that your first finally time yeah we played it five times. Um, That's awesome. I mean, we is went, it not we went like be- two and like... th- we went three and two. We won three times, lost twice. Holy crap! I'm um that's incredible. Well, okay, so the first we played. On the the nine nine level, right? So you get like nine misses or yeah, whatever, whatever yeah. that thing is. Yep. Nine turns. Mm-hmm. We did yeah, that the first two times, um, and then we tried like the the harder ones, and we For lost fuck's some sake. of the harder ones. The harder um, ones, Jesus Christ, dude! We will play the nine version six times and win once, maybe. We got it's we so got hard some. I feel like we had some nice clues, and then we got absolutely. We went to like the eight turn one and got. Cr- we had like six tiles left. We we're like, holy shit! Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's really fun, and Devin liked it a lot more than she thought too. So I think it's that could be an easy one to to play a lot. Agreed, so any of the man. code names is on my list of setting up and playing. Um, I have any roll and write is what I had down. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. King of Tokyo. Everybody just gets a thing. Everybody just gets a little dial, yep, and then you can set sure. that up. Um, Love letter. I had oh, number yeah. nine. Any of the Azules yep, um, are Azul very easy one. to yep. set up. <clears throat> um, I had um, the ascent. I had ascension, and then uh, I had fifty-two card pickup. <laughs> <laughs> there is no setup. It's all that's easy set. Yeah. The cleanup's yeah, a clean bitch. Up. <laughs> but man, setup's great. The cleanup sucks. <laughs> the <cleanup is> easy. <laughs> that's awesome. What about you, Natalie? Um, I also had, I had micro macro. That's a great um, one. Good oh, one. damn, that's a good choice. Medium heist. A heist, yeah. Oh, Second. yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm looking at that. Chance, that's a cool one. Um, like the mind. Yeah, all the cartless um, cards. Yeah, I left out all those. Yeah, yeah I left out. Yeah, the me cards. too. Strike. Those could have been the whole list. What'd yep. you say? <laughs> Strike. Strike. Strike's a good one. Yeah, right. That could be. That's uh, why I thought there's like millions of them. Yeah. But, yeah. Like the crew, stuff like that. Yeah. Very cool. That's okay, great. I had. Um, I had Sagrada on there, Land versus Sea. Also, Dice Throne. So while I haven't totally figured out what recipe to make me love that game yet, I recognize the setup is one of the best things ever about yeah. it. It's just put it's that nothing. out there. And then Nova Luna was another one that I had. Oh, on. good one. Which is, a, which is a good game. Another, But again, it's all... Um, I, I, it, it does look like a lot of these stuff are you're the one seeding the the board in a lot of yeah. these a lot of these games. Yeah. So that is our top five games that set up really quickly. Hopefully that list can help you find a game that can, you know, maybe be a little bit heavier possibly and fit into a time slot that you didn't think you had. Yeah, get it to a table, right? I always think about these games that you bring to like a party. Yeah. You bring somewhere to a friend's house and who might not want to play games and it's like, oh, let's play this game. And you set it up for 45 minutes and they're like, I'm not right. playing Like, right. no, right. and you then wanna, you still like, have to explain it. Like, yeah. Yeah. you need the energy up and you set it up and you're yeah. ready. Right. Yes, exactly. That's why a lot of, like, these are good games where, like, if there's, like you, like you said, if there's, like, an impromptu game night, oh, shit, okay, let me grab Hansa Teutonica if you want a big game. Otherwise, yeah. you should have a game set up before the people get there. Right. But if you can't do that, these are great games to be able to do and not lose the attention of your guests. Yeah. Yes. So, all right. Thank you for that, guys. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters mad board gamer gateway gear so head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store please follow me and consider subscribing on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash game casters so for natalie and jeff the mad board gamer i'm ryan and you have been listening to the game casters good night everybody oh.